At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Previously on Lonely Boys. Hello, Dorota. What are you doing here? I will be killed if someone find me. Why would somebody kill you? Anti-royalists from Russia? No, in-game. Then I must do something before you die. Dorota, from the first moment I saw you, I knew you were princess. And every day you make me feel like king. Will you? Yes, yes. Yes, of course I will marry you. Aww. Oh, uh, I'm dead. At least now I'll die with happiness. <laughs> oh, Vanya, I'm so sorry. I just completely knocked you over to the floor. Hey, you okay? Oh, yeah, I, I am. Vanya, are you okay? I am engaged. Oh, oh, wow, wow. Uh, congratulations, both of you. Uh, sorry, uh, my new handsome friend. Uh, a friend's housekeeper in our doorman just got engaged, but uh, you obviously got that, the engagement. Yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. It's the all-black outfit that's throwing me. Well, uh, I'm in the middle of a game of Assassin, if you, if you need to know. Oh, well, please, continue on your way. I'd hate to contribute to your untimely death. Looks like I'm safe for the moment. Do you, uh, you live in the building? No, no. I just like hanging out in random lobbies, overhearing marriage proposals, and looking for pickup games of Assassin. Then this is definitely your lucky day. Indeed. My baby will still be a bastard. It doesn't matter. I'm getting married. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) I'm happy again. Hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I am one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I am here to break down Season 3, Episode 18 of Gossip Girl, The Unblairable Lightness of Being. But I am not here by myself. I am here with someone who will also be celebrating a traditional Polish-Russian game night slash wedding later this year, Brendan Ruppel. Hello. I am, of course, your co-host, the Creepy Uncle of Podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, to the Hood Cream Nation. I'm recording live, as always, from the Creamatorium. I am your editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly. I mean, we're not going to be celebrating a Polish wedding this weekend, but maybe we can bring some of those Russian dolls anyway. Yeah, well, I was talking about your wedding later this year, because you, you oh, told me... Well, is that what it's supposed the, to be? The QR, code, the QR code that came with the Save the Date uh, said on the website that uh, it will be a, a Polish-Russian traditional wedding. Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't clear that with Nicole, but I guess, you know, she does a lot of things behind my back, but... Yeah, it seems like every time I ask you a question about the wedding, you have to check with Nicole first. <laughs> I do. Uh, I'm not really a big part of this with this wedding planning, if you couldn't tell. But uh, uh, yeah, I could tell. My, by your, my one by rule your lack is, of knowledge. <laughs> you know more than I do. Just bring your own balloon. Is all I'll say. I, I always do to every wedding yeah, I'm going it's to. It's a BYOB. I'll bring the red balloon to to the wedding uh, <laughs> this weekend. Uh, Brendan, I, I know some people were complaining uh, about how we don't banter enough at the top of the show. Who's we? Just quite Pete. Frank- Pete? <laughs> is that the only person? Yeah, just. 
Just Pete. Uh, quite frankly, it's because we have so many great guests that I don't want to keep them yeah. waiting too long. And, and this week's no different, if you can believe it, Brendan. Um, it's it's not every day that we get a a star of the television screen on a oh on God. our podcast. So yeah, I know it's very exciting. I mean, you may know her from such programs as uh, as Survivor, uh, the, the wow. Survivor reunion, wow. possibly. Double wow. uh, pe- People say she's the star of the only. Uh, good season in the modern era of oh Survivor. So yeah, I know. Uh, I'm so glad you told me this. But after I did my intro, yeah, I, 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 I honestly know. I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have cared either way. <laughs> uh, you may also know her from from her podcast appearances on RHAP, The Bitter Jurors, um, others, and now The Lonely Boys. Please welcome to the podcast for her very first time, Gabby Pascuzzi. Gabby, how Hello. are you? Hi. <laughs> Thank you for such a fun introduction. I'm great. <laughs> Um, a long line of credits. If we, <laughs> if we can say it in sync at exactly the same time again, Matt, like we did before uh, we, we will recorded, never, we will never recapture that. Ma- we that cannot magic. recapture Mac, Matt and I saying, "How are you?" in the exact same cadence <laughs> right before this started. And saying, I asked you first. Also, I asked you first time. at the exact same. If time. If you both want to say that clear for me, I, I mean, can sync it up later if you want. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you saw that in a sitcom, you'd say, you know, too too corny. It would never happen in real life that way. But we are living proof that uh, I guess we're probably just living in a sitcom right now. I always think that. I'm always thinking I live in a sitcom. So that tracks with me. Brendan, you can be our laugh track. <laughs> Perfect. No notes. <laughs> please, add that in, please add that into the podcast whenever someone <laughs> says something funny. New canned laughter. <laughs> Oh, I think it was one person, too. Not a group of people. Just one weirdo in the corner. Last week, it was everyone collectively saying, oh. I know. It's still not out yet at this moment we're recording, so I could try and sneak in that little laugh into those O's. (laughs) So... Gabby, thank you for coming on the podcast. I've I've been waiting for this day to come. Very excited to have you here. And I will ask you I will ask you the question I ask all of the first time guests, which is what is your history with Gossip Girl? Um, have you watched the whole thing? How many times have you watched it? When did you watch it? Why did you watch it? Do you love the show? Do you hate the show? You know, just just all your basic questions about uh, about Gossip Girl. Just answer them right now at this very moment. Okay, all in a row. <laughs> um, I. Did watch Gossip Girl for a bit in high school, which for me was like 2008 to 2011. So okay. right when this old. show was airing, I know I'm old. Class of 2000, um, a year older than us. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're babies. We're class of 2012. I know. That's so embarrassing. Um, I now I want to know what your guys is like senior, where they replaced the letters with numbers. Oh yeah, we you, we had that. Um, they, they figured it out for twelve. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I'd have to find the shirt. You know they, they didn't they, do they, made something they didn't do that cool like S that you make as a middle schooler, like the the box. They didn't. Uh, no. Yeah. They well, that's because that. that's a middle school thing, not uh, a high school true. thing. It'd be exactly. lame to do it in high school. Well, anyway, I watched Gossip Girl in high school, and I think I, I did not finish it. Um, I stopped watching. I've been trying to think about when I stopped watching and watching this random episode of season three. I saw things that were familiar to me, so I think I made it at least this far, um, but I definitely never finished it. But I obviously uh, went back to the wiki and had to read about all of the things that happened. So I know now more than you, Brendan. This is great stuff. stuff Speaking of like kind of spoiling (laughs) yourself. Tell HBO Max yes. to relax with the thumbnails because they 
yes. huge spoiler they for spo- me personally. I know. I was so upset when ridiculous. I saw the thumbnail for next episode. Because I, I, I was so looking forward to when we finally got the reveal of who Serena's dad was. And it was going to be none other than your your own dad. Uncle Billy. Uncle, whoever, whoever, uncle Billy is on the show. <laughs> Not to spoil oh everyone else, but if they also saw the thumbnail, unfortunately. Uh, well, if we just know, leave it at Uncle Billy, they'll be like, what the hell are they talking about? So let's leave it there. We'll talk about it next week. That's true. Uh, more to come on Uncle Billy next week when yeah. we officially meet, meet him. But, uh, and I'll have you to tune in for what the hell we're talking about next week. <laughs> That's called a tease. That's how we That's get the people tease. coming oh, yeah. back. Um, Gabby, based based on your recollection of when you first watched the show and the episode or two that you watched uh, recently for this podcast, do you have a favorite and or least favorite character of the show? My favorite in this episode, and I, I actually don't think this was true when I was watching it originally was Blair. Um, I, Very nice. I and and also I know none of the good answer, good I have answer. several times in my notes like ask the lonely boys about the general consensus around mm. XYZ. Cause like I I, I I watched it and I think I had maybe one friend in high school that I talked to about it, but like I wasn't huge into like the fandom or anything like that so mm. i feel like the only things i've seen now are like fan cams about like certain ships and stuff and then i'll try to remember like wait were people rooting for them or like was i rooting mm. for them and i'm very impressionable so i basically just go along with whatever <laughs> thing i saw most recently usually wins in my head Pretty relatable. Um, oh yeah well it's good that you're impressionable because we I... can tell you what to like so that, I'm yeah. glad oh, good you're good <laughs> i remember this one i feel like you, i might not get an approving uh, sound from Matt on, but I remember loving Dan uh, in high school. Okay, but that's yeah. just because no, like I, I, okay, I yeah, good like, episode for Dan too. Get it? It's Penn Badgley. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how, how do you hate Penn Badgley? I, I think uh, maybe some other people that have been on the podcast would not like. Yeah, uh, recent guests, any Dan too. love, but yeah, but wow. I, I can. I can appreciate some Dan. I'm Humphrey. glad this is a safe place for that. Yeah, yes. I mean, he Easy A was one of my favorite movies for a long oh, time. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a top ten all time movie. If yes, I me. know, severely underrated. Oh, um, and I'm trying to think of what else with my history or knowledge of Gossip Girl, but obviously the most significant um, impact that it's had in my life is that n- nobody in my life that I'm friends with, nor me, can say anything other than "Go piss, girl." <laughs> so that's like probably the most significant <laughs> cultural impact it's had on me is like go piss girls the only way I ever refer to going to the bathroom now. A, a classic meme that you know some people uh still don't understand what it means and had it had to have it explained to them but that's um, like me i, I think I, when sam <laughs> explained it to me sam did recently pod. explain explain yeah. it to you um, when, when he was living under a rock i don't see memes very often i don't, I don't have tiktok i don't no, no memes. I'm I'm somehow like a 50 year old man in a 20. You have the meme filter body. off when you go on Twitter. Yeah, I, well, I think yeah, maybe the filter's just my eyes because I see them like I don't know what that means. I just scroll past. <laughs> <You skip right. laughs> I don't yes. understand what this means. <laughs> go piss, girl. Obviously iconic. I, I and you know what? That Blair is the center of that of that meme. So just another reason why Blair is iconic. Also, I, I think that you know most people are going to say that Blair. Um, is one of their favorite characters, if not their favorite character. So I think you're also in good company there. Um, but who's your least favorite character? Um, in, on the same side, different side of the same coin or whatever, freaking Chuck, man. Like, <laughs> after this episode, I was Tough like, um, Tough Chuck. stretch for Chuck. Yeah. Ooh, and, and the scary thing was, while watching it, I was like, I remember, like, being very charmed and... 
uh, attracted to him when I was in high school, you know, as as so many young, impressionable women yeah. were. So yeah. that was a little bit conflicting. I mean, he's been having a good run this season up until last episode, yes. and it really just came uh, crashing down. So I I get I mean, we're we're bit of uh, chuck boys ourselves over here it, it's it's impossible not to be charmed by him sometimes yeah. but then you know he sells his girlfriend for a hotel yeah. and you kind of have to question everything even everything in this episode was, too you know, i was like him. you know what he, he does really love her though he's such he's being such an asshole but like at least for the first time the issue is not that he can't tell her that he likes her or like express emotion he is definitely emotional that's not the issue now Sure. Yeah, I think a different issue. Entirely. Different issue. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe um, the way that he shows that he loves her is a little bit terrifying at times. Yeah. In ways that I'm seeing now as an adult that I didn't see when I was younger, and I'm not going to interrogate how that may have informed my relationships in the past. Listen, no one's saying this isn't a this isn't a toxic relationship, but you know, sometimes you just you just have to root for the toxic relationship. Sometimes you do. It's in our nature. Um, oh, trust so, me, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into this episode. Chuck offers to throw a wedding for a very pregnant Dorota who insists that she and Vanya have a traditional wedding before her parents arrive from Poland and find their daughter pregnant and without a husband. Dorota asks Blair and Chuck to be a part of the ceremony, while Blair's mother, Eleanor, and her stepfather, Cyrus, also step in to help out. Meanwhile, Serena and Nate... Uh, meanwhile, Serena tells Nate she's having breakfast with the Humphreys when really she is secretly meeting up with Carter, and Rufus discovers that Lily has been lying to him about her whereabouts. Uh, no Vanessa in this episode, Ooh. thank God. Um, Lily is back for for a brief moment, a very brief moment. <laughs> very brief. And, and she's uh, got more Brendan... in the opening like credits or the, the uh, like the last time on Gossip Girl than she does in yeah, the actual episode. Yeah, more, she was she was more present in the previously on than she was in the episode. Um, Brendan, let's see if your hot streak continue. The name of the, this episode is the unblairable lightness of being. Do you know what this is a reference to? Uh, the unbearable lightness of being, Brendan. I thought you might. I thought you might go the easier out there, and you're completely right. It is referencing <laughs> the 1988 film, The Unbearable Lightness of you Being. You have to. So I mean, I'm sure you you've say? never seen that movie. No, but it, it still familiar. counts nonetheless. Your it's a, it's a novel too. Well, according to Wikipedia, it's based on the 1988 film, The Unbearable Lightness of Being. But oh. I believe you. I, me personally, <laughs> I believe you that it was. Yeah. Also well, I mean, when I said it just now, it I kind of I meant, I meant the novel. book. Yeah. So I guess I, you know, oh, you count, me, the, count me as wrong because I meant the book. <laughs> Um, so Brendan, you're ten for eighteen now. Oh my god, this is embarrassing for the with Gossip four, Girl title writers. With four, <laughs> with four episodes to go, you may just finish over five hundred. Wow, you know, and I will. So, the unbearable lightness of being is a 1988 American romantic drama film, an adaptation of the 1984 novel of the same name. Wow, so Gabby, you also get a point. Thank you. Thank you are, God. You are one for one on the season. Hey, Gagan, do you, I don't know if this happens to you. This is slightly off topic. But when you see that every movie that is coming out is just a book adaptation, do you get disappointed that it's not like original IP? Or are you just like whatever about it? If it's a good movie, like it's a good movie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. I, I'm more disappointed if I have read the book and then I go to see it. Mm. And it's like, damn, that was so much worse than it should have been because the book is really good. Like that. that's... But if if I'm oblivious to the book and I just know that the movie's based on a book and then I go see it and I like it, then hey, that's a good movie. Okay. I don't like when movies are based on other are remakes of the, a movie that's already been made. Right, like most a, of the time, like a right. remake, like a, it's, a it's remake. fifth remake because it started like the first one was in the fifties and they did like ten since, <laughs> like a yeah. Star is Born type. 
A Star is Born mm. is great. Also very good, though. Mm, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. I've never seen the first three, but I've seen the fourth, the fourth version of A Star is Born, and I loved it. Yeah. No, yeah, but I, I was walking in uh, some town out east today, and I saw a, a book in the window called Women Talking, and I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet, but it was just, uh, mm. I think I'm just a little more excited when I find out a movie is just someone just, it came out of their brains recently. I agree well, with you, actually. You know. And then you can you can pay attention to that best original screenplay category. In sure. The yeah. And stay the yeah. hell away from the adapted screen, <laughs> okay, screenplay good. section. I will. When, when that comes on, like you can that. boo your you can boo your. <laughs> I'll be booing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Original air date April twelfth, twenty ten, and we start with what we think is a Blair dream sequence, which is one of my favorite ways to open an episode. Oh yeah. It's Usually black sign and of a great white. episode. I know. Jazz music is playing. Uh, no idea what movie this is referencing, but three men in suits come to abduct Blair, and she starts screaming for Chuck. And then Chuck comes in and sees the infamous dress on the floor and just starts saying, uh, no, no, no. And then we find out it's actually a Chuck dream sequence because he jolts awake in bed, and, uh, you know, twists are already coming early this this episode. Real, real early. Then they're not going to stop until the very last second of the episode. And, oh, yes. Uh, Blair also wakes up. Chuck not sleeping next to her. So, uh, you know, Blair and Chuck obviously on on, on the rocks uh, after the events of last episode. Uh, Abby, you you uh, you said you watched up to this point in your in your original viewing of the show. Did you remember the uh, the infamous uh, Chuck selling Blair for a hotel storyline? I sure did not. <laughs> And oh. it was a real doozy. Oh, it was a real doozy to walk in on, uh, to walk, to enter on with. I was watching this episode with two friends that have never seen Gossip Girl before, <laughs> and I. So me, someone who doesn't remember it from a decade ago, is just trying to tell them like who people are, and I was like, okay, he and her are dating, and then all of a sudden they drop. Essentially, I. Uh, sex trafficking style. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, she doesn't actually uh, go through with the sex, but yeah, that's kind kind of what's going on. Chuck was sort of hoping she did. <laughs> for the first so it was time, very we- very jarring for this like group of new viewers and yeah. I to be like, hold on. You know, I, I don't know how this show hold did on, well on cable to- because you can't watch an individual episode of this show unless you're podcasting about it, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course, yes. Yeah. That's There's that's a what lot we make exceptions. Yeah, I, the first time Blair uh, reveals in this episode that uh, Chuck traded her for his hotel must have been uh, a big surprise for everyone watching for the first time. <laughs> it was so funny because she really was teasing Nate so much with whether she was going to tell him. And my yeah. friends and I were yelling at the TV like, wait, we want to know. We want to know. Could you, could you say it out loud? Because we really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get your friends on the pod. They sound like they sound like a great time. <laughs> it was very funny. I have several quotes from them in my notes, so I'll be okay. sure to include great. them in that way. So Chuck is alone in his penthouse right now. Uh, he's going to start getting drunk. Seems to be his go-to vice whenever things get tough. Oh yeah. But uh, Nate and Serena come out and tell him that he's not going to find anything in there. And uh, Chuck is like, "Luckily for me, I own a bar downstairs." Which see, are already getting the hotel back is paying dividends for Chuck. He has a bar <laughs> that he can just drink at any time he wants. Yeah. Maybe worth it after all. Yeah, I'd like to see another three-episode stretch of Drunk Chuck. Of Drunk Chuck, yeah. I mean, that's essentially what we got when his dad died last season. Yeah, that's what Maybe I want that guy stretch. back. <laughs> you're, uh, you're reminiscing about the days of Drunk Chuck. I don't think I even liked it when we watched it. <laughs> no, I don't think you did. But it's, it's better than just evil sex trafficking Chuck. Right. So uh, no one has filled in Nate and Serena 
or anyone for that matter on what has gone down. So like Nate's ironically telling Chuck like, "Hey, you got the Empire back. You and Blair should be celebrating, <laughs> not fighting." And <laughs> Serena, of course, asks him to tell them what's going on, probably so she can get involved again because that Serena so she does. literally has to get involved in everyone's business or else she she dies probably. And uh, Chuck just says he thought their relationship could withstand anything, but apparently he was wrong. I, I mean, Blair didn't specifically tell him not to sell her for an at- a hotel, but it should be assumed that that is not part of the anything. <laughs> yeah, but they, they should make you know more rigid stipulations. So. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, next time they talk about this, they should be Blair should be very clear yes. with what she means. She did not want to be sex, and, and they will be back yeah. together at some point. I am sure. Says of it. who? Says me. Are Are you willing to? Put your money where. Oh your yeah, mouth how do we is? how do we bet this? Uh, uh, I bet you twenty. I mean, bucks. you can't, but you can't bet with me because I know what happened. So <laughs> this is this can't really happen. <laughs> All right, twenty bucks on the table. All right, great. So, I mean, I'm just gonna give it to you anyway. You earned it, buddy. Okay, oh, perfect. Yeah. So, <laughs> Serena tells Chuck, uh, "Just show Blair that you're sorry." But uh, Chuck says he could buy Saks itself, and it still wouldn't. Uh, she still wouldn't want to talk to him. He has tried. So Chuck has pretty much given up. But Serena knows that, you know, this is Chuck and Blair, so don't give up on Chuck or don't give up on Blair or she'll think that uh, Chuck doesn't care. So that's Serena's great advice. And uh, (laughs) Chuck just leaves. So Serena and Nate are going to, you know, discuss if they think things have worked, but Nate does not look too optimistic. So, I mean, I think... uh, I think if they knew what Chuck did, as Nate is going to find out very yeah. soon, they probably wouldn't be so quick to try and get Chuck back into the picture. But uh, for now, they're very invested in their relationship, as, as we all were at this point. Yeah. Yeah, at, at this point, I guess they, they kind of know what Chuck and Blair do. So they figure, oh, it's just one of their stupid games that fell through. And they'll get over it. Chuck just has to buy her over. And uh, yeah, they, they'll find out that it's it's must, much darker well, than it ever they're has They're going to find out, all right. <laughs> so, uh Serena sends Nate to go talk to Blair to try to try to get her side of the story or, you know, try to convince her to get back with Chuck. And uh, Nate's got to do it alone because Serena has to go have breakfast with the Humphreys, or so she says. And we are going to get another very sloppy lie from Serena. Easily, <laughs> easily debunked. So, she's so stupid. Like, if she's not, <laughs> she, she can, either is in everyone's business or she's lying sloppily. Uh, Selena, has, Selena, Serena has been lying about everything for three seasons everything. now, and she still can't come up with a good cover story. I don't know how she's still so bad at this. <laughs> and it's, I, I'm I, so I, glad to know that this has been consistent, because that was something my friends and I were wondering about, too. We were like, all of these lies are bad. And no stupid. one can cover their tracks in Lily, too. No one no one can cover their tracks in this <laughs> it was episode. With the Vander, says, Vander Woodson women <laughs> just can't do it. I mean, she learned from her mom, obviously. They're like, it's we're going to lie to our boy. <laughs> We're going to lie to our boyfriends and husbands, but let's not brainstorm too much about what the lie should be. Who yeah. cares? If they find out, they find out. Whatever. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Like, you can't fully blame Nate for being so mad later on. Like, of course, like, I don't like people telling anyone who they can and can't see. Like, that's very controlling. But I understand him, like, not having any trust in her anymore because all she, like, she's known to be a liar. And it was very, it was, it was a very simple thing to just tell her, tell him where she was going. Oh, my gosh. Well, if yeah, it wasn't, if it wasn't was a big deal, then notes. why didn't you just tell that she was in my notes from when she, like, later, and she says, what, like, why don't you trust me? <laughs> like, well. She, we're she screaming, goes, like, because you've been lying this entire she goes, time. 
She's like, come on, it's me. You have to trust me. And it's like, exactly, it's you. That's exactly why I don't trust you. Yeah. The person who's just been lying to me. But she doesn't even bother to like get the Humphreys in on this either. Like, by the way, I'm I'm telling Nate that I'm having uh I'm having brunch here. So if he asks, you know, I, I think she did bother. tell someone. She told Eric because Eric tries to cover her up later. I think he was just being or a just good being brother. good brother. I think yeah. he just realized, uh, oh shit, she lied to Nate. Let me say that she was with us. <laughs> what a good guy. Uh, well, so Eleanor is still here, and also Cyrus is back. Yeah, and uh, I know. Uh, Gabby, do you remember Cyrus? Um, is he the guy that had a girlfriend? Is he the guy <laughs> that had a girlfriend? That's what they used to say about um, me. Blair, he, he is the guy that currently has a wife. He's Blair's stepdad in the show. Oh! Short bald guy. Oh my gosh, we were wondering who he was. Okay, yeah, he is. <laughs> it's a, it's he a funny is, pairing uh, for I, sure. I, he is... He's got like a hundred percent approval rating here. He's he's my what's favorite the, recurring character of the show. He's a lot of people. What's that actor's name again? Wallace Shawn. Yes, 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 exactly. I mean, he added a great comical. Uh, oh yeah. Note. A lot of Levity. Oh, he's, fanta- he's fantastic in this episode. Everything he says is, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, Dorota is on the phone. She's losing her mind so much so that Eleanor asks, "What on earth is going on?" And it turns out that Dorota was just on the phone with her mother, and she's coming with her father to New York on Monday, which sounds like great news to Cyrus, who is very excited. But uh, Dorota tells him that her parents don't know she's pregnant, and since she's not married, they will disown her or worse, kidnap her and take her back to her old country. So uh, we. At least we get like a reason why she has to get married this very episode. Uh-huh. Most of the time in these uh, in like teen dramas, people propose and then three episodes later they'll get married and we're just supposed to pretend like that's normal. But I guess at least we have a yeah. reason for why this all happened to ha- had to happen so quick. It's also really funny that Cyrus outright just explains the plot to the camera almost. He's like, so Dorota has to get married before her parents get here. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, in case you didn't get what was happening, Cyrus just told yeah. you. Gossip Girl writers say, if we're going to have to do some exposition, let's give it to Cyrus, because at least he'll sound insane while he's saying it. <laughs> Speaking of Cyrus, Nate walks in, and Cyrus has the most delightful reaction. He's just like, Nate! Like, I didn't know Cyrus was such a Nate stan. <laughs> he loves everybody. A, a, a Nathaniel, if you will. A Nathaniel, wow. <laughs> Thank you, thank That's you. That's good. Did you have that written down? Insert the I- laugh track. Ahew. <laughs> 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 So, uh, they tell Nate that Blair hasn't left her room in days. Uh, they don't seem too concerned about it. They're just kind of like rolling their eyes at it. Yeah. And Eleanor says it's like living with Howard Hughes, which <laughs> Nate I loves get, it. I didn't get the <laughs> reference yet, but clearly Nate thinks it's the joke of the episode because he laughs and laughs and laughs. Like, there's no way Nate understood that joke. <laughs> I don't understand the joke. I don't know who no, Howard none Hughes of us is. do, but Nate sure He's does. He's an American business magnet, record setting pilot. An and engineer, film producer, and philanthropist. And a famous recluse who loves his room. He's a really influential rich guy. <laughs> and if I remember correctly from when I checked the Wikipedia page, he lived from 1901 to 1976. Yeah, this is a dated... Nice. Are we supposed to... I know the name, but I couldn't tell you what any of yeah, this I don't know. The characters no, of Gospel like have some weird references that... They assume that everyone <laughs> should know, but it's just very Nate's up on his out there. Nate's up on his Howard Hughes humor because he <laughs> he loved it, and so um, Eleanor wants Nate to try and talk to Blair because uh, she's not allowed to. And then we just hear Dorota screaming some more, and so Nate walks into Blair's room. Uh, Blair doesn't seem too excited. She's like, "Oh, great, he sent good cop," but 
Nate tells her Chuck didn't send him, which just lets her know that it was Serena that sent him, which uh, is correct. <laughs> he doesn't. He, he, he she says that, that he doesn't even combat. I'm just like, he's like, well, yeah, you're right. Um, he says they're concerned about their best friends. Uh, he still clearly does not understand the gravity of the situation because he tells her whatever Chuck did, he's sure she can find a suitable punishment for her. Uh, for him and Blair, uh, she's pretty depressed. Like this whole episode, she's just like saying very matter of factly, like there's no punishment for what he did, and it's been a while since we got a Nate uh, Blair heart to heart like this. Not this isn't even much of a heart to heart. Not like the last one we got in right. like the last season, but uh, I, the last time it happened, I, I loved it, and I really, I really like Blair and Nate as friends. Yeah. So I wish we got more of this. And, and the last one was ruined we, too we because it great... led to them like dating, and it should have just been yeah, a nice thing. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. We get some great uh, Blair heart to heart scenes in this episode all around. Yeah, it is very nice. I like uh, yeah, it. everyone's gonna take a take a stab at talking to Blair. It is true. Yeah, though everybody besides well, Chuck talks to her too, obviously. But Chuck talks I, to her a lot. She, she gets uh, some from all the boys, all th- all three main boys. Yeah. So Nate tells her there's no such thing as too awful between friends. He reminds her that uh, they're part of the non judgmental Breakfast Club, so they're not gonna judge her. And Blair is going to come clean to him. He, he can't, she says he can't tell anyone, especially not Serena, which I don't know why she would trust that Nate wouldn't tell Serena. I, and I also don't know how Nate thinks him, he'll be but... able to, to keep this from Serena. And <laughs> I'm also not sure why she doesn't, why she would want Nate to know and not Serena. So I, I don't know. I, well, I think he does end up keeping it from her because she's barely with him all episode long. She's with Carter. The whole <laughs> right, <time>. exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if she's going to be with Carter the whole episode, it's pretty easy not to tell her. Yeah. No, but it is, it is nice <laughs> though, because they, obviously they have a history together but it, the history for me like that i like more is just that they've been friendly since like childhood yeah. so it is it is sweet yeah um and so blair asked nate what chuck told him about how he got the empire hotel back and he just said money solves everything which uh not sounds true. like he just lied because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> blair, blair reveals he did not use money he used me as a trade and nate just starts laughing it's like she told a howard hughes joke he starts laughing so hard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh Blair says he set up Jack to sleep with her in exchange for his beloved empire. And this, this I mean, the, the room must have been hooting and hollering, Gabby, with the, with the, reveal, with the reveal here. Yeah, the, the quote that I have written down for this was my friend said, that's really, really bad. <laughs> One of the worst things that, like, has happened in the show. Which is yeah, that was, that was pretty. And it was right after, like, I told them, I was like, oh, they're a pretty mean couple. Like, they're very, like, on again, <laughs> off again. Like, and then, like, and then they dropped that. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, I guess they're off again yeah. right now. Yeah, it's not right right now. <laughs> so, um, asks if uh, Nate understands why she couldn't tell anyone now. But, like. If this was me, I'd be telling everyone. Like, no one in the world would be talking to Chuck Bass anymore. I- I'd go straight to Gossip Girl right. to just tarnish his name. Right. Yeah, that's a good, that's why, a good why idea. Why are we letting Chuck get away with this? It's like, really, really bad. Yeah, it's, it sucks. So, like, she is very torn inside about it. Yeah. She's so ashamed of her part in it that, like, she could do so much damage to Chuck's name here if she if she just, like, tells Gossip Girl about right. this. It is sad. Yeah. It's sad that she, at some, at some point, I think, like, towards the middle of the episode, she really gets down yeah. on herself about the decision. She thinks it's her fault. I know. It's really I hated it's it. sickening. Um, so uh, Cyrus is listening in on Dorota, who's still screaming, and he says, uh, my Slavic language skills are a little rusty, but I'm pretty sure she just said, over my dead goat. Which, <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish Cyrus was in every episode, because you're, you're not getting gems like that from no, anyone else. No, you're really else. not. <laughs> so, we need to start saying that, too. Um, Ch- Chuck, Chuck also makes his grand entrance and tells them, 
I haven't heard that much overwrought Polish drama since I canceled my BAM subscription. And boy, I bet if I knew what BAM was, I would really appreciate that joke. All these jokes I guess, but even if it was head. good, I would be so mad at him right now that I'm like, shut up. He fuck. was so like, he was so like Is smug when he said it too. Maybe it's a band. It's, BAM? They sound like BAM. a... I mean, I mean it's pretty band. close to the word. Band, Are you thinking so of Wham? Wham is that? Wham, wham is, that is a band. Oh, maybe yeah. Wham Bam is like the yeah. sequel to Wham. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know why you need to subscribe to it, but <laughs> uh, also, Chuck it's definitely such a normal way to talk. <laughs> well, that's what Chuck does. So I haven't heard that much. <laughs> I haven't heard that much over up Polish drama since I canceled my Bam subscription. What that's is a going huge on here? Of a joke. <laughs> Really rolls off the tongue. He's like rehearsing it as he walks. It sounds like he was. He's like, like, I need a good. He hears her scream. He's like, all right, I need a good opener for this. (laughs) Mouthing it as he walks over. So this is when, uh, this is when Cyrus gives the exposition that that Brendan loves that uh, Dorota needs to get married before her parents show up on Monday. (laughs) It it sounds like he was like the. He's like a, an NPC in a video game, like telling you what the mission is. Yeah, yeah. You talk to Cyrus when you need to know what to do in the, in the next level. <laughs> so, you like skip through the dialogue tree a little too quickly. Yeah, so you you're like, wait, what's the question? Hey, what is it? <laughs> so Eleanor doesn't understand why Dorota can't just get married at City Hall, but Dorota's like, no, 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 never again. Her first marriage was in City Hall, uh, and that that uh, was ended up being cursed. So we find out that Dorota is a uh, divorcee. We're learning a lot about Dorota in this episode. Oh, yeah, and uh, she thinks. The reason she got divorced was because her first wedding was at City Hall because she ignored tradition. So uh, she says that every marriage she knows that ignored tradition has failed. Uh, she thinks that that's why Eleanor and Harold's marriage failed. <laughs> but Eleanor's like, yeah, I, I don't think that's the reason the marriage didn't work out. <laughs> I mean, who knows? M- maybe if they didn't maybe. ignore tradition, Harold would still be straight. <laughs> wow. never, is Dorota yeah. homophobic? <laughs> I, I hope don't, don't, don't put that on her. Right. I hope that's not what she's got. Yeah, don't put this, don't put this on Dorota. It's such a great episode for Dorota, too. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm i going to choose to not interpret it. No, then. no, no. <laughs> and that's your right. Yeah. So Dorota says uh, this isn't how it's supposed to be. Uh, she's talked with Blair about the wedding with Vanya, how it's supposed to be big and grand and perfect. And Chuck hears this and the wheels start spinning on how he can potentially win Blair back because Blair does love herself a wedding. She's, uh, she sure does. I mean, who doesn't love weddings? Who doesn't love uh, a wedding episode in general? Who doesn't? And not for nothing, I think this is the fourth wedding we've had, and this is only season three right now, unless I'm forgetting more weddings. I think that makes we've sense had... for Gossip Girl just because weddings are big events, and this series is based around like an event, event per episode. So you're going to yeah, have some we uh, have weddings a... mixed in. <laughs> we also have a character in Lily who gets married every other year. So <laughs> it's... It's true. We have the Lily Bart wedding. We have the Maureen and Trip wedding. We have the Lily Rufus wedding. And now we have the Dorota Vanya wedding. So I, unless I, I, I'm forgetting. The way this episode else. ended, too, I feel like we're going to have one more Lily wedding by the end of the series <laughs> so uh blair and nate are heading downstairs they see chuck when they get to the bottom and dorota excitedly comes up to blair tells her she's getting married <laughs> she says she's getting married and blair just says of course you are i <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta love blair yeah. but uh no dorota means she's getting married tomorrow because chuck chuck is throwing them a traditional polish russian wedding uh don't know what that entails as of now i mean we find out that involves uh, balloons and games and and a bunch of fun stuff seems, seems like a great a time fun. to be yeah. honest <laughs> and 
Chuck told Dorota that he and Blair are back together, which is great news for Dorota because a traditional wedding must have a happy couple who escorts the bride and groom into the chapel. Which uh, that that is the uh, that's the main plot of this episode, really, is that Blair Blair and uh, Chuck have to be a happy couple so that Dorota and Vanya can get married. Um, Brendan, who's the happy couple that's escorting you and Nicole to the chapel? Hmm. Good question. Uh, I feel like everyone I know that's together is miserable, so I got I got to find like somebody <laughs> outside the circle. <laughs> You put a Craigslist ad. <laughs> Happy couple. <laughs> Come escort us. It's a traditional Polish-Russian wedding. Bring your own balloon. So uh, it's necessary for good luck in the marriage, and I guess Blair and Chuck are the only couple that Dorota knows. I mean, obviously, if they are together, this is Dorota's first choice, but uh, everyone else in the room is also part of a couple, so it really shouldn't, like, if Blair and Chuck aren't together, it <laughs> yeah. shouldn't fall to the, into their hands completely. Yeah, I know. I was thinking the same thing. Well, yeah. Anyway, this is just extremely manipulative, and it's yeah. like, like right after he sex trafficked her. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. for nothing, but you it's just like, sex trafficked her last just, week, Chuck. You just did that. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed the silent treatment only lasted for like the first two minutes of the episode, and then the rest <laughs> of it, the, they're talking and dancing. And I, I know it's like kind of against her will a little bit, but yeah. there, there's 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 too much communicating right now. You should never talk there's to this a guy theme again. There. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Blair has to pretend to be with Chuck, and uh, Dorota asks Blair and Chuck if they can be the happy couple, and Chuck's like, oh, I can't speak for Blair, but it would be my great pleasure, really putting Blair in the hot seat here. And I, I get where, where Blair's coming from, because I, I wouldn't want to turn down, like, Dorota regardless anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He's so happy that right face now. It'd be hard. You? Oh. Yeah, it, it'd, be, it'd be hard to say no to Dorota. Um, so Serena's texting Nate that she's almost done with breakfast, but... It does not look like she's at breakfast at all because she's on the sidewalk, which, of course, is where Carter Basin lives. <laughs> so he lives. He's back from the oil rig, by the way. Yeah, Carter shows up. I guess his time on the oil rig was cut short. Were you, were you uh, expecting to see Carter so soon after I was being banished to the oil rigs? As soon as I saw his face, I'm like, oh, I guess Nate and Serena have been happy for too long. Okay, here's, here's Carter. <laughs> yeah, so Gabby, last time we saw Carter, he was being banished to work uh, in the Texas oil rigs. Oh, now yeah. That's... Was that even true? Did we it's call that part of our canon? It's just a thing that can happen to, to, to characters sometimes. Yeah. For us, we were just like, oh, there's a guy called Carter Bison, and everyone's upset that he's back. <laughs> yep. Yep. He should be on the oil rigs right now. I, I mean, I was a little surprised, but uh, Carter Bison, to me, always a welcome addition to spice things up. I mean, sure. he's very uh, very dickish in this episode, but... He, he's, he's been more likable in the past, but I guess he was here he to has be been. a dick, so... Pre-oil rig Carter was pretty likable this season. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't like him. In this yeah, episode. no, not in this episode. In this episode, he's definitely a dick, but yeah. <laughs> he definitely spices things up a little bit. Um, and he does canonically live on the on the sidewalks when he is when he's here <laughs> in New York. Uh, so naturally, she ran into him. And so the next day, everyone is getting ready for the wedding, and I am very happy to report that the Bing product placement is still in effect because Eleanor gets fed up with someone and yells at them, "Just Bing it!" Like you know, as any normal person would. <laughs> Wait, I don't even think I noticed I didn't even that, notice that because either. It, I think it just com- in, computed as la- like garble. In the last episode, Dan Dan says to Rufus, he's like, "Oh, I had one job, but I didn't do it. I was supposed to get a I was supposed to get a photograph for the game tonight." And Rufus is like, "Don't worry, I got you." And it just shows a close up of Bing, and he just like Bing's like photograph. <laughs> that was our product placement last week, and now this week we have uh, Eleanor yelling just bing it to someone oh my god wow bing was really out here fighting for their lives yeah. on gossip girls and they finally I'm made surprised it. that yeah. I'm, su- I'm surprised that this didn't change everything so that bing overtook google you, you thought this would be the turning oh point oh my god 
<laughs> I mean, if Gossip Girl couldn't make Bing the number one search engine, then I don't think anything it could. Well, I, well, I mean, the Doughboys are still trying to do it. <laughs> yeah, Nick Weiger is definitely trying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Chuck goes to Blair. Uh, she tells him that all the disingenuous generosity is making her vomit. But Chuck claims that he's just very happy he can give Dorota and Vanya the dream wedding that they deserve. And I do believe he's happy to do that. But uh, obviously not priority number one for Chuck. No, and I think he would, yeah, you're right. If he was asked to do this, he would do it, but uh, I don't think he would go out of his way to do it like he's doing now. Yeah, uh, he knows that weddings are Blair's weakness, as people have said, and uh, Chuck's trying to win her back by telling her that they're magnets and their pull is undeniable, but he is failing to see what Blair keeps pointing out is that it is different this time. This is not like the other fights that they've had. This is like the worst thing he's ever done, and so he, he tries like telling her he loves her, her. He's like, you know, saying it was hard, but I did it, and now I've never looked back. I, I just happened to sell you for a hotel somewhere along the way, but like, that's neither here nor there. Just ignore that part. I'm saying I love you. Yeah, in the past, yeah. like I said before, the issues were that he couldn't admit his feelings for her, and now that's not the case at all. We get like, that you yeah, love I me. Sold you just, <laughs> yeah, but you yeah, sold I me. sold you last week, but hey, I love I you. I love you though. Huh? Yeah. Eight, letter, eight letters, three words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's happened. Oh yeah, that was a big season two thing. Okay, yeah. Well, I didn't want to spoil anything. At you yeah, remember. Wow. At you remember. So that, so that, oh, I remember all right. Yeah, so that <laughs> happens and then he sex traffics her? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's a natural yeah. progression. So it really, really makes it lose all meaning when you when you come back, yeah. when you come back with it after. <laughs> so, um, Chuck is begging for Blair to forgive him, but she can't. And uh, good thing she doesn't because like, it really shouldn't be easy for Chuck to get her back. I mean, Brendan, how would you feel if Chuck does one of the worst things that anyone's done on the show and then, like, they're just back together the very next episode? No, I'd be annoyed. I think he, at the very least, if they're going to get back together at some point, he needs, like, a season. They need a season break. Like, she, if they're going to get back together, it should be at the end. He needs a, a, a season-long ban from Blair. <laughs> a season-long suspension. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just tested Possible. positive for, for PEDs in, the, uh, in Major League Baseball. Yeah. For that, uh, so, for, for my hair cream, steroids. I'm sorry, what? That's what uh, Fernando Tatis got suspended oh, for, the allegedly. Cream? The hair cream. Yeah, yeah, it happens. All the baseball fans <laughs> love those Much references. like when David Ortiz got uh, got sent those apples in the mail, and it turns out they had a performing-enhancing <laughs> drug in them. Oh, How's he supposed to know? You hate to see you an apple in the mail, you just eat it. You don't ask what It was probably it. October, uh, during <laughs> apple season. you, you got to chomp right down on those while they're in season. <laughs> is this a baseball <laughs> podcast? Because I have it is, one it is now, it does turn into it. friend that would like to listen to this mashup of Gossip Girl and baseball. <laughs> There's some episodes yeah, we talk the about, two- like the 2007 Yankees, too, when uh, Nate and his dad are talking about Jabba Chamberlain. <laughs> talking about Jabba Chamberlain. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if it comes up organically, we talk, we talk about yeah. it. We talk um, about it, yeah. Yeah, I think Jenny's right, also well, the Aaron Judge of the podcast. Uh, or... Yep, and uh, someone else was the Matt Carpenter. Yeah, I forgot yeah. who you said. You can go back and, and listen. And these are all baseball players' names <laughs> yeah. that you're saying. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, yep. good, yeah. Well, yeah, shout out to my friend Amber. I'm going to tell her to listen to there this. We go. So if you want to throw in other Long Island sports things she would oh, sure. enjoy that okay Long so Island Ducks. cater the episode <laughs> to that uh billy joel does she like that um yeah let's not get let's not get into that okay <laughs> save save that for the patreon sure, sure. uh nate is very happy to see serena because he needs help with the flowers and someone offers serena a croissant or a croissant and she says thank you i'm starved which already blowing her cover. Idiot. Nate, very, per- Nate, idiot. very perceptive here, though. I, I'm surprised. He, he asked right away if Rufus's waffle iron was broken, and uh, I uh, I didn't think he would have thought anything of this, but uh, nice work by Detective Nate to pick up on that. Good job. Good job being smart for once, because you're going to get called out for being stupid like pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> by everyone, even your best friend. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, Serena covers by saying it's just going to be a long day, and that works. Um, it's been more than 10 minutes into the episode, and this is the first we're seeing of the Humphreys, which is uh, which is something. But even more exciting is that, according to Dan, Vanessa is out of town, and I, I love the episodes where Vanessa is randomly out of town. Yeah, what does she I do? Especially love... <laughs> she's going to hang out, out, with, her, out of... with her dad in his cage. <laughs> Yeah, she's just out of town sometimes with no explanation. Good for her. But I I especially love it this time because it means we can't get another pointless Dan Vanessa storyline. Yeah, I think they're even tired of writing them. When you asked me if there were any characters I hated, I literally forgot about her. But that is like one thing that I remember so vividly is when Vanessa was introduced, everyone was so upset. (laughs) Yeah, because she's (laughs) the worst. That was like the one thing that I remember. So yeah, yeah, I, I forgot about her until I saw like, preview for next time or whatever yeah. i was like oh yeah it's, it's yeah. great because everyone... even like everyone hates her in, in this show too if you're like blair slams her later on to dan and dan laughs great that's like yeah i do yeah, i do sucks. date that loser <laughs> so, uh Rufus announces that they have secured tickets to a live version of a Polish production, the big Dorota Vanya wedding, and uh, they've asked Rufus to throw an Eastern European game night. So uh, Eleanor also recruiting Jenny and her sewing machine for some free last-minute labor, and Eric would like to come with her. And Jenny asks, if, is it to help her sew or uh, to stalk your new crush? And Eric's response is, it's not stalking if you know each other, is interesting and also incorrect, I think. Yeah, I think incorrect. You can, you, you can still stalk someone you know. I think that's usually how it goes, even. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. That's usually how it goes. Statistically, I, I have a lot of qualms with uh, Rufus and his waffles lately. I think a few episodes ago, maybe a bunch, um, he's making egos, which is like you know pretty lame. Like if you're, <laughs> if you're the waffle guy, for, yeah. yeah, you can't be just making eggos. And then in this episode, Dan calls out and says, "I feel like I just ate five pounds of Bisquick." So he's not even making his own batter. And this, he's the waffle <laughs> guy, and he's just using these these brand names. I think uh, I think Rufus is depressed. Switching <laughs> it up. He's switching up the pancake mix and the waffle mix, like brands. Like he doesn't have yeah. loyalty. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. At least make it make it from, from scratch if you're the waffle guy. If you're the there, waffle there's, guy, in, in, there's inflation. It, it's cheaper. There was just a like recession that. in 2008. True. Okay. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. So uh, historical context. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Rufus wants to know uh, who the lucky guy is for Eric because just last week Eric was telling him about how uh, there's only two gay guys in the entire Upper East Side and. Eric tells them all about Elliot, who we met at Nate's party. Uh, they've been texting. He can't tell if he's being friendly or flirty. The thing is, though, last week, Elliot knocked on every door in the hotel until he got to the penthouse just to give Eric his photo back. So either he likes Eric or he's an insane person. I mean, you wouldn't do that for a new friend? A new pal? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I would not do. I would, I would not uh, knock on every single door in a hotel building until I got to the penthouse for a, for a platonic friendship. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, so, I, I, I I had a feeling that he was it was my my, my gaydar is pretty good. He was he was like let me let me bring my girlfriend to a wedding real quick just so I can dump her. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> insane, insane that he was invited. Insane that Chelsea came with him. It's just the whole thing it was ridiculous. So, so so was it implied that he was gay before? Because as soon as he showed up and and I, like Jenny gave him like a kind of a look and I went oh baby he's gay right. <laughs> Yeah, so last week we met him and he was definitely flirting with Eric. So that's why everyone thinks that like this is a new potential uh gay love story on the horizon, which is uh w- why everyone was blindsided when Chelsea the girlfriend comes in. Yeah. Wow. So Rufus also loves yeah. talking about this too, by the way, but two episodes in a <laughs> row he's like I think overcompensating for being like a supportive dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, 
heart's in the right place. Oh yeah, definitely. Def- definitely. Yeah. So uh, Jenny tells him that, you know, Eric's refusing to ask him out till he knows if he's gay or not, which is a good policy. And I, I completely understand how embarrassing that could be for Eric. But I mean, based on last week, don't you have to assume that he's into you? I mean, just the way he said indeed alone should have been enough of a tip off. <laughs> yeah, that's very gay to say indeed. <laughs> no one says indeed like that unless <laughs> unless you want to unless you want a boyfriend. I, I can't blame him though. I'd be sec- I'm second guessing everything. I'm still second guessing my relationship now. <laughs> I don't I don't think she likes me very much. So I'm with Eric. <laughs> so, um, Jenny gives Eric an adorable uh, come on stalker, and my favorite BFFs are uh, are are off. So. Uh, Rufus is upset that Lily's going to miss the party and the wedding, so Dan suggests just asking her to come home early, and uh, that's what Rufus is going to do all episode. <laughs> He's just making calls the <laughs> no <episode>. avail. <laughs> this, this loser misses the entire game <laughs> night and wedding. And he's just calling, <laughs> calling Canyon Ranch and Cece repeatedly and getting nowhere. <laughs> Looking for a date. Can't find her. I mean, got to admire the persistence, but no, I don't know if nothing's I do. happening. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no. so, uh, Chuck and Nate. Chuck asks Nate if he's heading to the florist, and uh, even good guy Nate can't forgive Chuck for this one. Uh, he tells him he's crossed a line, and Chuck tells Nate that he doesn't know the entire truth, asks exactly what Blair said, and Nate's like, you traded her for the hotel. And Chuck's like, well, yeah, you got, you got me there. <laughs> He's like, that may be true. (laughs) I may be heartless, but you're naive. I I know. I may be heartless is an insane thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) I may not have a heart, but you are a little naive. I guess he could say that because I think uh, everyone knows that. Who's the bad guy here? (laughs) It's like, yeah, I made the deal. Sure. But Blair didn't know that when she went to Jack, which it is so frustrating that Chuck thinks this is like a big ace up his sleeve because Blair didn't go up to see Jack because she wanted to have sex with him. She went up there for Chuck. Like, that's the difference. Chuck traded Blair for himself. And he knows he manipulated her to do this, too. Yeah, and he manipulated her. So while Blair was making this like huge sacrifice in her mind while she was thinking about Chuck, Chuck was also like sacrificing Blair, also thinking about Chuck. Like, he needs to stop spinning this on Blair. Like, uh, she went up there on her own. Like she, he's spinning like yeah. she wants to sleep with him. It wasn't like she was trying to help him. She just wanted to go bang Jack. But that's exactly. that's, that's, that's what, he made, what it that's was. What he's making it sound like right. That's what he made it sound like, and it was and it was still pretty crazy because it was like <laughs> I don't think the word like sure belongs after like yeah I may have traded her a human <laughs> life for mean, my own self. Sure, Did sure. I feel, yeah. Okay, let's get past that. <laughs> Moving on, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Moving on yeah. from the deal, quote unquote. <laughs> the quote unquote deal. <laughs> so, uh, he tells Nate this. He's implying that Blair went up there because, like, she wanted to fuck. And it works on Nate a little bit, I guess, because Chuck picks up on <laughs> Nate's reaction and tells him, I can feel your brain strain, Nathaniel. Oh, I don't expect guy. you to understand. A, a brutal insult because Nate is canonically yeah. the dummy. It's the okay for us to say that, but not for Chuck to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> and but literally he's just calls not, him and Serena, him. like, a couple of golden retrievers. Yeah, he tells he tells Nate that uh, he and Serena have it easy because until now their biggest concern is whose hair is coming here. <laughs> I mean, did we forget about the whole trip debacle? They've had some stuff to deal with too. Oh yeah, of course. But I mean, he's right about the hair thing, a little bit. Well, I yeah. mean, whose hair is shiny? They, I, I think Nate's hair is shiny right now. His hair is maybe a little right too fluffy at the moment, <laughs> uh, but it's definitely shiny. Like if yeah. you flat ironed it down to the same. Yeah, maybe just like make the sides a little bit fluffiness. shorter or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Depends, I think it depends on uh, what kind of hair day Serena's having. With, uh, yeah, not, not the best the today. She has a, at the end of the episode, she has a weird hairdo going on. Well, she just got off a plane. 
Yeah. Like she would, would she her head out the window of the plane? <laughs> <laughs> um, Chuck also lets Nate know that Carter Bazin's in town, and his friend at St. Regis saw him with a certain someone this morning who was supposed to be at breakfast with the Humphreys. Chuck has friends all over the place. Like, we don't know who yeah, these friends you are. You can't but go Chuck's out like, into the streets of Manhattan and not be seen. Well, yeah, it's another reason why it's a bad life from Serena, because not only does she need to get all the Humphreys in on it, which she doesn't, but also she meets up with Carter in broad daylight when anyone can just see her and, like, report to Gossip Girl or report to Chuck. Right, basically and... where he lives, too, like, in his home on the sidewalks. <laughs> yeah. And then also, Carter can just tell Nate, which he does. <laughs> yeah. Especially, he has the like, motive to do that. He wants to fuck with Nate, and he's doing it. So, yeah, so Nate doesn't believe him. He's like, you have no idea what you're talking about. And Chuck just goes, no, you have no idea what I'm talking about. And that's the problem. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, sure. Yeah, well, he's, he's just so, flashing out right now. Yeah. So Blair opens the door to see her dream come true. Uh, Serena is laying in bed waiting for her. And she asks what Blair is doing up here alone. And Blair says she needs to be alone. And uh, But she climbs into bed with Serena. And mm. Serena tries to convince Blair that what Chuck did was romantic. And Blair's like, Oh my god, of course you're meddling asses behind all of this. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was terrified when she said that that she meant the sex trafficking. I know at first and I was like, I wait, was like, you know about this? She thinks that's romantic and she knows about it. Yeah, thank <laughs> god that's not what she I think meant. they I think it was supposed to be a bait and switch like that. Like we were like, wait, Serena's on board with this? <laughs> yeah, this Until is... she further explains. Right. And then no, it's like just the manipulative wedding. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, I encouraged him to do something romantic, but the wedding was all him. And so uh, Blair says that everything's a game to him, and the last game they played, they both lost. And so not even uh, her true love, Serena, can charm her into giving Chuck another chance. So Blair is also going to talk uh, about Serena and Nate's relationship, but she praises them. They, she says they're so lucky because there's no games, no lies, no secrets, just pure honesty. As uh, little does she know, Serena has been lying to Nate all morning. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. she's dar- her eyes are darting back and forth because she knows that there are problems that she just created for herself recently. <laughs> for little to and no we'll, reason. And yeah. will continue to create for yep. the rest of the episode. Yep. I mean, she really didn't have to lie to Nate about this. Like, why can't she? She's, Nate's her boyfriend. She can't tell him that she's looking for her father? He would have been disappointed that she would have <laughs> looked for her dis- father. Nate, I'm looking for my estranged father, who I haven't seen since I was like five years old. Oh, that's Serena, fucking I'm embarrassing. So that's I'm disgusting. so disappointed in you. <laughs> the first emotion that comes to mind is disappointment. <laughs> uh, so Nate and Carter run into each other. I mean, if, if Nate just kept walking the sidewalks of New York, he was bound to run into him. We, we have still never seen Carter under a roof in three seasons of the show. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. It's, it's impressive. Yeah. He's lucky. Yeah, I think it's uh, never rained on, on him either. What'd you say, Brennan? It's never rained on, me, on, on him either. He's, he's immune to rain. No, no. Yeah, I wonder what he does when it does rain. Um, so Nate wants to know what he wants from Serena, and Carter says that she's the one who wants something, and he's the only one who can give it to her. Uh, also rubs it in Nate's face that he doesn't know what it is. So he's like, eh, I guess Serena trusts me more than uh, she trusts you. No one can get under Nate's skin quite like Carter Bazin, and uh, Serena has given him all the ammo to do so in this episode. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly how they ended things between... Uh... Carter and Serena was it was Nate in in the mix at that point or is he just a good no a good guy? he wasn't in the mix uh, I mean this was pre-trip as well it came out that right. um that Carter was engaged to uh Bree's Bree Buckley's cousin but he was just using the wedding so that uh, oh her, yeah yeah I know something Buckley's would pay would pay all of his gambling debts right Damn. Damn. <laughs> That's so much. Whoa. Yeah. You know, a lot's happened this season. <laughs> Isn't it mean when I say, if like, believe, random people can't just jump into an episode of this three. show? Yeah. That was this season? I, I, 
I really like just like dropping in for this one episode. It was really exciting. Very funny. And then if you could believe it, there was uh, Dan had a brother this episode named Scott Rawson. <laughs> this season, this season, Scott Rawson was season. in. We, we never saw him again. Wow. has got to go. Uh, but he says, but if you need anything, I'll be at St. Regis. But of course, Serena already knows that, which perfectly played from Carter. Uh, really, really got the, the dick meter up to 11 here, just fucking with Nate. And Jenny and Eric show up, and Jenny's like, uh, was that Carter? And Nate's finally able to pick up on the flaw in Serena's plan and just ask Jenny and Eric if Serena had breakfast with them. And like we said, Eric quickly covers, um, like the good brother that he is. But Jenny's like, what? No, she didn't. Because yeah. like even if Jenny wasn't on this, she would not cover for Serena at this point. No way. But yeah, this, this isn't some random guy that's interested in Serena. This is someone she has a real history with. So I understand him being worried about this and i understand jenny doing this also like she shouldn't have it, it, she made the episode makes it seem like she's doing a lot of manipulating and like really scheming her way into nate's heart but she doesn't yeah. have to do much work with how stupid serena is i i cannot i i cannot be mad at jenny at all this episode serena is making it so remarkably easy for right. jenny to fuck with her and also like it takes nate to want to be with jenny also it's not just like oh yeah. well it, jenny has to do some convincing for him to be like she kissed him last episode and he's still not into her so it doesn't mean that Jenny yeah. automatically gets him if Serena drops the ball. Right. I was a little mad at Jenny, so I'll be a little mad at her on your behalf. That's okay. All right, fine. I in, mean, in the I, phone I call, sure. It, she should have mentioned it. I'm still blaming Serena mostly for that phone. Like, we'll, we'll get yeah. to it. But she's, right. Serena's an idiot. Well, <laughs> idiot. So <laughs> Cyrus and Eleanor. Cyrus has found the perfect gifts. He's so excited about everything. So much to do. And uh, Jenny arrives. Eleanor puts her to work. Uh, but first, Jenny has to give Serena something from St. Regis. And Serena obviously knows right away that she's screwed and asks where she got that. And Jenny is like, uh, yeah, I gave, uh, Nate gave it to me. And he got it from Carter. So, uh, Serena, if you're going to lie, you really have to do better and not meet up with Carter in broad daylight. Yeah, everyone got their hands on this thing. <laughs> So, and Jenny just gets to have her moment where she like stares Serena down after giving her the thing from Nate. Yep. Um, the wedding band comes in, complete with an accordion. Uh, Dorota and Vanya are loving it. Brendan, I love that you're getting married soon because I can just ask you all of these questions. Uh, is sure. this the band that will be at your wedding? This is, in fact, the band that will be at the wedding. Um, are you going to have an accordion in your band? Well, this is also um, a BYOA, so everyone's going to have an accordion. Also, bring your, yeah, bring your, yeah. <laughs> Multiple. Who will you be playing um, traditional Eastern European wedding games? Who will be? What will you be? Oh, I will be. Yeah, and Don's okay, going to be bringing okay. all those games. My my father. <laughs> Did you happen to notice what the uh, accordion Eastern European band was playing? Hundred percent accordion. Oh, cover yeah. of I got a feeling. <laughs> but, like, oh yeah, okay. it's an inspired choice to just be playing Amazing. in the background of like some dramatic scenes. <laughs> and I wasn't even sure there was really an accordion actually being played. It sounded kind of just like a piano, like just a few just notes playing the chorus. And then the accordion player in the background, the actor, the extra in the background was not. <laughs> even moving the accordion <laughs> it's such a random choice i would love to know what went into that like yeah we're gonna be playing i got a feeling in the background it, it was never like at the forefront of the episode it was just happening in the background <laughs> no. for a while no for a long time <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so before they start uh the eastern european wedding games uh, vanya's got to brag about not being a virgin and uh then they bring out the balloons and the winner will get the rare uh matryoshka doll i hope i'm pronouncing that right that sounded pretty good to me I mean, I'll, I'll ask Don if it's the right way to pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, because he is bringing the, the dolls to, yeah. to your wedding. Um, Eric, not a fan of this game, apparently. He has a tradition since the 14th century. What's next? Raping and pillaging? Um, I, I don't know if I can call this the joke of the episode, but it certainly made me laugh out of sheer surprise. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> Man, woke little Eric here, standing up against the 14th century tradition. Tell him. 
<laughs> so uh, Jenny picks up that he's mad he didn't see Elliot. It turns out that Eric waited in the lobby for three hours and got nothing. And so Eric gives, uh, or Jenny gives Eric a pep talk while playing the balloon game with him. And uh, it seems like the rules to this game are just dance with a balloon between you and you can't pop it. It seems fairly easy. Yeah, what's, what's yeah. the game supposed to be like? Don't get too horny and get too close to your <laughs> spouse. <laughs> How hard do you have to be dancing for a balloon to pop? <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe if like you get cold, like your nipples might pop it. Maybe that's another part of it. Yeah, maybe. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I bet. That, I bet that's what's popping all the balloons. <laughs> Pretty sharp. Yeah. They really, they really pump the AC during this game. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> this is when the uh, the wedding band starts playing. <laughs> I got a feeling, of course, and also. Um, at some point in the wedding, uh, Your Love's a Drug, performed by Leighton Meester, plays at the wedding that Leighton Meester, the Leighton Meester character Blair Waldorf is at. It really? Did? I didn't hear that. Yes, yes, it did. A Kesha cover? Wow. So, what'd you say, Brennan? A Kesha cover? No, no, no. Oh, um, song. Se- separate Leighton Meester track. Okay. Um, so Chuck picks up a balloon, and uh, some seven-foot-tall woman approaches him, but he is not interested, at, l- at least not right now. Is that Canada? Is she's two seven feet tall? Is that you're just exaggerating? Um, I am likely her. exaggerating. Okay. She seemed, from from my height, she seemed 70. <laughs> from my height, yeah. How tall do I look from your height? Uh, you look you look a solid 5'9". Uh, Damn it, I'm 5'10". <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Blair tells Chuck no. Uh, no talking, but she does dance with him with the balloon in between them. And Serena and Nate are also going to start balloon dancing. And Serena comes clean because she's already been caught and tells Nate that she should have told him about Carter, but uh, she just told him they could get coffee, and that's it. So another lie. And yeah. <laughs> Nate's like, uh, well, Carter made it seem like more than that. And Serena's like, he's obviously lying. But e- even – No, you're even, obviously lying. Even if he is lying. Like, the real problem is that Serena would feel the need to lie about this to begin with. So obviously something is up. Right. That's the issue, right, is the uh, the feeling the need to because then it seems like she's covering something up. And right. she might have feelings for this guy again, but I don't think she doesn't. Like, but th- th- this is what right. it makes you think. That's what it seems like. Yeah, that's when she's like, "Come on, it's me. You need to trust me." And it's like, no, no, absolutely every not. Piece of evidence so far shows that I shouldn't. You know what the I thought Nate was going to say here this... too? I thought he was going to go, "I'm going to trust you, the whore that left after I slept with you for a year." <laughs> I thought he was going to bring <laughs> that up again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bad look on Nate. Um, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, the only reason we're having this conversation is because you got caught. And so Nate asks uh, why she wouldn't just tell him when it happened. Uh, but then their balloon pops and Nate walks away. And, you know, Nate asking great questions. Serena doesn't have answers. And Jenny sees the balloon pop and Nate walk away. And uh, she sees her opportunity and she takes it. She also walks away from her balloon. Does hers pop too or is it just she just removed it? It did not pop. She left She left Eric holding it. Mm, okay. Wow. But, That's uh, horrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eric left holding nothing but a balloon. Um, I don't know if she could go back to the balloon since it's not popped, but I- I'm assuming that she's, <laughs> good she's, question. she's out. Again, I'll, I'll, Drop I'll, I'll refer popped. to Don. Dropped or popped and you're out. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. So Eleanor approaches Dan. She tells Dan uh, if he's not going to dance, then he should make himself useful and get the bartender some ice. And Dan's <laughs> like, you know I'm not working this party. And she's like, yeah, I know. And Dan just agrees. And she's like, okay, fine. This is my <laughs> joke of the episode. He's like, yeah, I'll go get the ice. <laughs> I love that I love Eleanor that. respects Dan so little that she makes him work her party again. Like you're a Brooklyn peasant, go get the, go get the ice. You are working for me today. <laughs> so, so good. Um, Cyrus comes over. He's so excited that Dorota's gift is finalized. Uh, the papers have been signed, and Cyrus got her an apartment, which Eleanor thinks is crazy because uh, she was just going to get a cake knife. But a cake knife is not enough, according to Cyrus. Everyone's uh, favorite catchphrase, of course. Of course. And 
Eleanor doesn't understand why she needs an apartment in Queens when she already lives in a penthouse on the Upper East Side. And Cyrus is like, well, uh, she's married now and having a baby. So, like, are they all supposed to live in the penthouse? Which is a solid point. Um, but Eleanor tells him that he figured wrong. The gift is highly inappropriate because Dorota is just a maid. Oof. And even when Cyrus insists that Dorota is family, which is very sweet, uh, he says she practically raised Blair and Eleanor gives him a death glare and he just waves his hand and walks off. So... I, I agree with Eleanor in that Cyrus obviously should have uh, talked to her before getting Dorota this big gift of an apartment, but I think she has every right to be annoyed about that. But uh, that's where I stop agreeing, because the way she talks about Dorota is so upsetting Horrible. and uncalled for. Yeah. It is. But, I mean, also, yeah. I guess he's crossed the line a little bit by in front of her saying that Dorota raised Blair might be insulting. It would, it's true. Not wrong. It's but true, yeah. but it's insulting. Um, <laughs> exactly. So I, it's, it's more her own problem of having to face that the truth there, but... Yeah, yeah, probably should have mentioned this. Uh, they talked like, hey, maybe we should do like a big thing for her. But again, it's all happening so fast, too. He just wanted to do a great thing That's true. when we planned this wedding yesterday. Yeah, and Dorota has obviously been a part of this family for years. And like we've been praising Eleanor so much recently for finally being a good mom to Blair. But uh, she's still treating Dorota with some disrespect here. And it, it, uh, it's definitely tough to hear that Dorota practically raised your daughter, but he's not wrong. Yeah. And, and he only said it because Eleanor refused to see Dorota as part of the family. So they're both kind of wrong, but obviously team Cyrus. Here right. Good thing she has him. I think at some point to this episode, she calls her like the help. I'm like, that's not how you refer to your, yeah, like someone that's that earlier almost like a dog to you. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Calling Dorota the help. Come on. Oof. Um, also, Come on. uh, I got a feeling continuously <laughs> continues to play it <laughs> as they're having this argument. Yeah. Always a nice touch. <laughs> Love I think it. every dramatic argument should have I got a feeling on accordion playing in the background. <laughs> on accordion specifically, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Jenny and Nate. Jenny says she overheard Nate and Serena. And uh, so Nate's going to have this conversation with Jenny, even though he, he knows that Jenny has a crush on him. So it's not like she can be impartial That's a weird about this conversation. Yeah. So it's like, uh, did I overreact here? And Jenny's just like, uh, I don't know, but what's in this envelope that, that uh, Carter <laughs> gave Serena? <laughs> so, uh, good guy Nate doesn't want to go through Serena's bag. But again, like Jenny just reaches in right in and takes it. And I, I'm not saying that Jenny's in the right here, but Serena should be doing a better job hiding her top secret information. Like she just puts it right on top of her bag. Like Gabby, coming from a world where people are known for going through other people's bags, oh, Serena yeah. definitely fucked up here, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's It's her fault. She yeah. left it out and it like really tempting looking too. Like right like, on top. Really too. like really like the perfect little angle, kind of like peeking yeah. out of the <laughs> yeah, you, you can see it without even going through the bag. Yeah, like, it was like it was like, like oh this envelope here. Like <laughs> Yeah. And so Jenny pulls out a key to the St. Regis, which obviously is very suspicious, and uh Nate's Nate's gonna go back to his uh, resting confused face. <laughs> Poor guy, he's been resting confused faced. <laughs> For the whole episode. <laughs> Everyone's just being mean to him this this episode, except for Jenny, who wants to bang him. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one for Nate. <laughs> the road is getting into it. She tells Miss Blair that she's going down, complete with a uh, menacing point. And Chuck is confident that he and Blair are going to win. Uh, so... I do like that Chuck and Blair are moving so slowly yeah. while everyone else in the background is going absolutely Has wild. Like, watching the extras dance in the scene was a delight. Yeah, and Dorota and Vanya are going crazy. And she's pregnant. pregnant. So pregnant. Like, very, very... She's got, like, three in there. Very pregnant. Uh, as according to the blurb, a very pregnant Dorota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Chuck's still trying to be, like, his charming self, saying that no matter the prize, we can't lose. And Blair's like, okay, you, you can plan all the weddings you want, but you traded me for a hotel... And, like, Chuck really thinks he can sell Blair and get her back, like, this easily, ju just by putting on the patented Chuck charm. 
No, yeah, it's, yeah, it doesn't work. I mean, you, you can't just speak slowly and think people are going <laughs> to come back to you. I fell for it when I was a teenager, and I won't fall for it now. <laughs> and I guess that's the thing that they, that's why maybe she is a little bit hesitant and like is confused about it all because she is a teenager after all. And he just is speaking so slowly, so slowly, fancily. Yeah, and he's always wearing a tuxedo or a suit. And I have to say that that confused my friends and I, where we didn't know. We thought the wedding started way earlier (laughs) because of the way Chuck dresses. We were were like, he's walking around like that. It was kind of tough to to uh, realize when game night ended and when the wedding began. Like, yeah, I thought it was one party. It was very confusing. There were so many outfit changes. It was very jarringly paced, I will say. Coming yeah. in, not knowing much, I was like, whoa, whoa. When so, they don't do any, like, establishing shots or whatever. It'll just be like, <laughs> characters in a different room with different clothes. Right. And we're supposed to understand, like, what part of the night it is. Yeah, you would think yeah, it's like a 22-minute realize... episode, but it's, it's the double that. <laughs> if, if you don't realize that they have changed into their wedding attire, like, you'd think it's just the same day. There was nothing to indicate that right. this was the next day that they were like Gabby said, wedding now. Like Chuck is always in wedding attire. Yeah, yeah I exactly. I it was He's... the same day, even after all that. I, didn't I don't think... Because in the beginning, Rufus, or it's somewhat, someone says, we're doing the, the game night tonight and then the wedding's tomorrow. I think Rufus says, they want me to host game night tonight and then the wedding's tomorrow, which is even sadder because that means Rufus was on the phone for two consecutive <laughs> nights just trying, to, just trying to call. That is what it was, yeah. It's very sad. <laughs> so so um, Blair, or Chuck again tells Blair that no one forced her to go up there. And like, is he really missing he the point be this to, badly? No, it don't, no one please is saying, don't be trying to plead your case right now. Just be, no be, one is just saying, be begging for her back at this point. Literally, he should be. No one is saying that Chuck forced her to do this. It's the fact that he planned the whole thing and manipulated her. And so Blair pops the balloon, and I can't blame her, and uh, everyone starts cheering because Dorota and Vanya won. <laughs> yeah, good for them. No, it, it isn't saying that he thinks he has any, any case right now. Yeah. He's going to keep trying, but it uh, doesn't work. So Barback Dan notices that Blair is upset and goes to talk to her, and uh, we get a rare Dan Blair scene, another, love another heart-to-heart we're going to get here kind of obviously i was very excited to see this because uh this is one of the show's most fun pairings and they don't give it to us too often um i think two of the funnier characters in the show so they they bounce off well together and blair wants to know why dan even cares because he's always thought the worst of blair and chuck that they're horrible depraved and soulless and chuck is like well listen um i don't know what's happening he asked if chuck did something and unfortunately Blair is starting to take the blame for this as well. This is when she tells Dan mm-hmm. the whole time she was blaming Chuck for what she did, but it was what she did as well. And, uh, like, okay, should Blair have gone up there and done it? Probably not, but like we've been saying, this was entrapment. Like, she would have never done it if it wasn't for Chuck's manipulation. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I, I don't think even going up there would have been wrong either because that's what he wanted. Yeah, so, like, Blair obviously being way too hard on herself. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I do love the, her and Dan talking. They always feel like they are trying so hard not to like each other. Like they, they, yeah, they know they're not supposed exactly. to be friends, but they really have good charisma. And they, 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 I, I think there's a little bit of the yeah. two of them getting along in, in this episode. Mm-hmm. I felt yeah, some I, chemistry. I felt a little bit of, oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Maybe uh, Blair, and, Blair and Dan should both ditch their zeros and get with their respective heroes. I mean, I can see that sort of happening because by the end of the episode, she talks to Chuck about how she doesn't want to be with someone who makes her feel like a piece of shit. And maybe Dan's the opposite <laughs> of Chuck, so she might just go with the, swing the complete other direction. So I can see that happening. Well, 
we'll we'll see. I, I like that. Uh, Maybe not so much because uh, Dan says that he doesn't think she's a bad person. Maybe not my type, but you're not terrible. Right. I love that Dan still has to throw in that she's not his type, <laughs> yeah. which uh, should be a compliment because uh, Vanessa is apparently his type. And um, some good growth from Dan. He used to despise Blair. And now, uh, I-, I guess, now that they're not in love with the same girl, he realizes that she's not that bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, he tells Blair if there's a pair meant for each other, it's Blair and Chuck. And he's confident they can fix whatever happened. Uh, people keep saying that, but they should probably hear what happened before. before right. Well, they, they just call. can't believe what <laughs> actually happened. Yeah. There's no way to fathom that. It's true. Yeah, no I one would ever I think. I don't know if it's like if there's a couple that ever should have been together <laughs> more. It's this couple that one party sex trafficked the other. Right. <laughs> yeah. If, if you had known that much, then may, maybe not. And Blair agrees because who else could love her after what she's become? And she just says, Thank you for helping me see it, Humphrey. And like, just the way she says it so matter-of-factly is kind of depressing. And uh, Dan is confused. He doesn't know what to say. So Blair just tells him that his ice is melting. And it, like for the next few scenes, Blair is just going to be like a zombie. Just kind of like resigned to her fate of having to be in a relationship with someone who just sex trafficked her. Right. Mm. She just feels like that's the best she can do. It's like, I, I suck. He sucks. But we will suck together. It's, it's, it sucks. It's, as you said. I think I actually just came across my vows. I'm sorry. I just came across my vows. Oh, <laughs> Perfect. I suck. You, you suck. suck. Let's, Let's suck, suck together. together. <laughs> Will you? Ma- <laughs> I do. <laughs> That's good. I'm telling Don to include that. <laughs> Please do. I-, I assume Don is officiating the wedding. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> Didn't get the call. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of the call, Rufus is calling Canyon Ranch, and wow, what a second! What a second! <laughs> oh, okay. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> uh, he still can't get in touch with Lily. Uh, they seem to not know a Lily Humphrey at, at Canyon Ranch. So Rufus rattles off the many last names she may be using. Uh, it might be under Vanderwoodson, Bass, Rhodes. I have my favorite brand of joke. Pointing out how many times Lily has been married. <laughs> yeah. and I wish I wish you did all of them. Honestly, did a... every single name. <laughs> Like, like mother, like daughter, Lily, once again, is not where she says she is. And once again, how are these characters so bad at covering their tracks? It's as easy as Rufus calling the place where she said she was going to be to find out that she's lying. Yeah, and this is so annoying that I, I don't understand the motivation here. Like, we we just did this with the two of them where she went away and did exactly this and didn't tell him. And then she said yeah. sorry for it. <laughs> it's and the same storyline. She she's in the exact same place she was. I, know, that's what, I don't understand. <laughs> we just did this. <laughs> I don't get it. So, I just don't get it. Another Chuck and Blair scene. Uh, Chuck pl- presents Blair with a necklace. Um, was this a nice necklace? Like, I'm not good at judging necklaces. Was <laughs> this a nice necklace? I, it better have been after what Chuck did, but... It seemed nice. I, I, don't, I don't know. Cool, I guess. Abby, are you a necklace expert at all? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. All right, so we necklace, all agree that it was, it was nice. It you was know, nice. I, I have been wanting to be a necklace guy for a long time. I keep complaining to Nicole that I, I can never pull off a necklace, but I want to wear one. <laughs> I can't one. imagine you with a necklace. I know, it's just, but it, it looks so cool. Ever since, uh, you know, I more, you more baseball talk. Well, yeah, I was going to say, for your friend Amber, uh, Derek Jeter used to rock a nice uh, silver chain back in the day, and I always thought it was the coolest thing, but maybe you, you inspired me to, rock to a just silver go for chain. It. I'm, so, I'm sorry I mean, for under the shitting shirt, under though. idea. I feel like um, you should do a necklace if you want to, but don't base it on Derek Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> and certainly, don't or if you do, don't tell people that because uh, oh, then I Jeter did it, so I did it that. too. Look, and certainly yeah. don't don't base it on Chuck and Blair. I'll, I'll base it, okay. I'll base it on Chuck, not Derek Jeter. <laughs> so, 
Blair lets Chuck put the necklace on her and tells him everything you said last night was true. She just seems so defeated right now. She's like, we do belong together. We're both sick and twisted. If you think about it, we're incredibly fortunate to have found each other. And Chuck should just be happy she's back with him at all. But he tells her that he doesn't want her to feel like she's just settling. And Blair says they've both hit rock bottom, but they've hit it together. And at least we won't be lonely in hell. And uh, she kisses him. Blair really, really good at being dramatic. <laughs> really laying it on. Like, she, <laughs> she, she is so upset right now, but she still just needs to make this speech as dramatic as possible. So dramatic. I never, I forgot how like melodramatic it all was. Yes. No one, no one can uh, make a melodramatic speech quite like Blair can. Yeah. Other times, like if there's another character doing this, I'm cringing, but Blair's doing it very well. But never Blair. Yeah. Or, or Chuck can, can um, do it too, honestly. Oh yeah. Chuck can, Chuck can get away with saying a lot of things that no one else can. <laughs> Um, we got a Dan and Eric scene now. Uh, everyone seems to know about Eric's crush, and Dan asks about Elliot, and Eric tells him that he never showed. So Dan suggests that maybe Vanya will have a cute gay cousin, and Eric does not even dignify that with a response. He just <laughs> he just asks <laughs> he just asks if they should be worried that Rufus isn't coming, and Dan's like, "Ah, it'll be fine." He was just hoping that uh, Lily showed up, and. Then Rufus is still trying to find Lily. He's leaving a message for Cece now. He tells her that he knows they're not at Canyon Ranch and they need to talk. I like that Rufus realized Lily lied about Canyon Ranch, but assumes she still must be telling the truth about being with Cece. Yeah, he's giving her a lot of leeway here. <laughs> yeah, well, she's not at Canyon Ranch, that's for sure, but I, I, Cece must know where she is. And, I mean, Cece does know where she is, but she's not going to tell him, so uh, <laughs> not going to have any success here either. I think Cece, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but I think Cece likes that <laughs> she's lying to Rufus. <laughs> Oh, honey, I I can't tell you where Lily is. Um, back to the wedding festivities. Cyrus, of course, is leading. Um, in Russian tradition, before a groom can marry his bride, the wedding party gathers and demands he answers a series of questions about his beloved. If he's unable to answer these questions to the satisfaction of the crowd, the wedding cannot proceed. <laughs> Everyone goes, would, oh. Uh, that was great. Yeah, the wedding gasps. I would love to meet the crowd that says, uh, no, that's not good enough. You may not get married. <laughs> right. <laughs> Has that happened before? Yeah, that's what's going to happen to your wedding. Probably. Um, After they hear the vows. Nate and Serena are in the lobby. Uh, Serena knows something's wrong because Nate barely said two words to her in the car. And she tells him that she wants him to tell him the truth. Um, and so Nate asks what she was doing in Carter's hotel room because he found the key. And Serena's first reply is, you went through my bag? Which <laughs> I love try, that. Try again. <laughs> try again. <Serena. laughs> so funny. She's so offended. I had a note of that too. And she's literally like, she's so hurt. She's like, you went through my bag? bag you're like, in the, the gaslighting is so <laughs> yeah, exactly. she's so powerful but like it's but bad at it but like she really tries <laughs> she really tries she really tries uh she tries again and she says that carter's helping her find her dad which we know to be true and it's like oh was your dad in carter's hotel room which not not a bad not a bad retort from nate mm -hmm. and yeah, pretty good. And Serena assures Nate that she loves him, has no interest in Carter, and she just didn't want to tell Nate that she was still looking for a dad because she felt stupid and thought he would be disappointed, which clearly well, like, obviously feel stupid not a good and I'm disappointed now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If that's what you're afraid of, now you look stupid and now I'm disappointed. Like, she, yeah. she ironically walked right into that trap. Oh, <laughs> oh Sari. Can we call her Sari? Oh, Sari. <laughs> oh, S. Oh, S. Um, Serena tells Nate that she told him the truth, so she doesn't know what else he wants her to do. And Nate's like, well, stop seeing Carter. And Serena says he has no right to tell her who she can and can't see. And Nate's basically like, okay, but like it's Carter, so yes, I can. And I, like you were saying, Brendan, I would normally agree with Serena, uh, but it is not the most unreasonable request in the world. Carter is Nate, literally like Nate's enemy, his nemesis. And he has a history with Serena, so it is kind of weird that Serena has secret rendezvous with him. And like, does Carter have to be the one that helps her find her dad? Right. 
Yeah, it's like at his point right now, he doesn't know what's going on with her. So can you just stop seeing this guy that's like causing all this issue? Like we've been so good for so this long now. <laughs> just stop it. Talk stop to literally it. anyone else in the world. This yeah. one person who who I hate and who was the person you were dating before me. Just please, please talk to anyone else. Yeah. Carter's so mean about it too. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> so Back to uh, back to the wedding. We are we're already up to the final question. Would have loved to see the whole uh, game show, but the last question is: What do you love most about Dorota? And Vanya gives a, a very heartfelt answer, and it, it's so heartfelt it's bringing Blair to tears. And I've uh, I've been saying for the past few weeks that the most stable relationship in the show is Serena and Nate, but obviously huge oversight here. Oh uh, yeah, Dorota and Vanya obviously the most stable relationship on the show. Well, they hadn't gotten much camera time until the last couple episodes, but since we've gotten more of it, I, I wish we had just been getting more. Vanya and yeah, I wish we got to see the whole love story. Yeah. Really uh, yada yada, though, for it. And then they got right to the end. I guess this is the good part, but... Yeah. So, uh, and now it's time to get married, and Cyrus asks for the happy couple that will be escorting Dorota and Vanya to please step forward. And Chuck comes forward, but Blair just stays where she is, and we get the classic sound of a crowd murmuring in confusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um and I believe she turns completely she away. She does the other completely yeah. other way. One hundred and eighty degrees, turning away from everything. That's yep. her flair for the dramatic. I loved it. I was like, "Girl, so this funny. is not your moment." Ever <laughs> yeah. yeah. good for you. Love it. I mean, we see runaway brides in shows and movies all the time. We don't. We rarely see the runaway bridesmaid. Which, which Gossip Girl yeah. does point out. Yes, she does. But it, it is and just so I funny. Love how, I love how dramatic she is. <laughs> yes. She can't keep pretending. She can't lie to Dorota. Uh, she tells Dorota that she and Chuck are not happy at all. And if they walk for her, then her the marriage will be jinxed. And she <laughs> leaves in tears with the very sad piano music playing in the background. I don't know if that was just the show or if uh, the wedding band was playing that depressing music as she walked out. I wish it was still. <laughs> I got a feeling. Her off. <laughs> Would have been a nice but touch if they played. They truly, her off. this is <laughs> this is so iconic though that she's like making such a scene in the yeah, <laughs> her wedding. Well. Yeah, she's like, I can't do this, and it's like, oh, okay, then we'll just ask another couple. Is there anyone? <laughs> I know that's what I mean. I was thinking the same thing. Like, um, all right, who's next up in line then? Yeah. Uh, God, I hate to ask, but is is anyone here? Is, is anyone who's happy in their relationship? <laughs> <Who is it>? <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey's yeah. having a very depressing bunch. It might be hard to find someone. Yeah, so, I don't think it should be like the, the couple getting married that should be answering these questions of like how much they love each other. It should they should be interviewing people to see who's the best and happiest couple. Right, who can escort them. Yeah. So, uh, Dorota finds Blair. She tells Blair that she should have realized something was wrong, but Blair usually tells her everything. And uh, Blair says she couldn't admit it to anyone. She couldn't even admit it to herself. So she, she's very apologetic, asks if Vanya hates her, which is very unlike Blair. She usually does not care what people think but th- this is uh dorota we're talking about and blair blair actually does care about dorota and uh vanya by extension i guess so uh dorota tells blair that she came to america to start a new life and make new traditions and lucky for her she found great people to do this with uh, she found her family and blair tells dorota when she saw how happy they were she realized how unhappy she was and nothing makes me more unhappy than hearing about blair being unhappy yeah mm. it, it's, it's tough i'm sure dorota doesn't like hearing it either probably even more so than no. eleanor likes hearing it yeah, she tells Blair that uh, I wish you to be like me someday to find the right love. And at this moment, Eleanor walks in and sees Dorota giving Blair this beautiful heart to heart, and uh, perhaps realizes maybe Dorota is part of the family after all. Yeah, wow. it shouldn't have taken her to this point to realize this, but at least at least she gets it. <laughs> she needs to see it right in front of her face. <laughs> Rich like, person oh. learns empathy. Uh, she, well, sorry, what was that, Gabby? Rich person learns empathy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yeah. and. Yeah. Employee finds family in employer. 
These are the headlines. These are the headlines. Dorota tells Blair she doesn't need her to be in a happy couple. She just needs her to be happy. And Blair hugs her, and she's crying, and Dorota's crying, and Eleanor's crying, and I'm crying. We're all crying. And Eleanor tells them they have an aisle to walk down. A beautiful scene. It, it's so clear how much uh, these two love each other, Blair and Dorota. Yeah, Dorota doesn't, doesn't bat an eye. She doesn't care that Blair almost ruined the wedding and that she took no. all the spotlight. She just wants to make sure she's okay so that they can go on with the day. And Eleanor is like, uh, ah, shit, I could have never had this conversation with Blair. Maybe Dorota did raise her. <laughs> That's exactly what's running through her mind. I didn't even know she was dating Chuck until last week. <laughs> until today when he made that weird comment. He until today when he talked about canceling his BAM subscription. <laughs> what the hell is BAM? <laughs> so. Uh, Carter arrives. He just got another call from his PI about Serena's dad. Uh, he has his exact location, just a three-hour plane right away. And uh, it seems we're finally going to meet Mr. Vanderwoodson soon. I- unfortunately, spoiled by the thumbnail, Brendan. Oh, yeah. I-, I-, I was hoping we would meet him earlier before we... Oh, we did. We, did. we met him in- as the road. I was going to say, I-, I want another, like, Lily Rhodes episode with him before we got to meet him. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, we will not be getting that, but... Do we ever get uh, more... Carter... Like, you can spoil that for me. Do we get any more... Um, no, like, that was the only one. That's it? The only Lily flashback episode, yeah. I know. Yeah. I wish we could have visited that world more, but yeah, that's it. Idea. One and done. All right. So Carter tells Serena it's now or never, and Serena's like, uh, this time won't be like the last. I'm going to make him see me. And she goes to tell Nate that she's leaving, but for some reason, we don't even have time to do that. We, you're going to need to call from the car. <laughs> He's on, Dr. Vanderwoodson's on the move. We have to go right now. He's, you can't say goodbye. <laughs> like, what? There's like, no time. I, this is so no, frustrating. There's no time for that, Serena. Like, how did it work out so that this is the only moment exactly? Like, this is, we have, we, <laughs> this we, is you it. timed it up perfectly where we're going to catch him. And, and as she points no out, like, he sat on this information for a week, but now, now right. there's no time. He so, has to interrupt the wedding right now. <laughs> yeah. And I obviously don't blame uh, Serena for going to see her dad. Like, this is all she's been trying to do literally all season. It, it has impacted her every move this season. And so Serena leaves with Carter. And, of course, Jenny just happens to see her leaving with him. Of course. Of course. Perfect. Didn't In Serena also, drama, like, say she was totally done with this guy, though, place. before this episode? With, what? Uh, with her dad. That's what Serena said. She's like, I'm, you know what? I'm not even going to give him the time of day anymore. I don't care about him anymore. Yeah. And this, that this was, pops that up. Was before she had his ex- that was before she had his exact location. Right. Well, she, I think she did say that moment, too. Like, unless I find his exact location. <laughs> unless Carter Basin <laughs> gives me his exact location. Yeah. Um, all right. Wedding time. Uh, Jenny sits next to Eric, and Elliot comes in. Eric asks what he's doing here, and he's like, I love Dorota. We're tight now. Did Elliot really get an invite to the wedding because he talked Vampire Diaries with Dorota in the elevator, or was so. that a joke? Because because it is wild that he's here. It it is crazy. I, I he, they I don't think she knows. If she were to see him, he would she would not be able to give him his. Name. You think he snuck in with Chelsea? I think so. It's pretty easy to crash weddings. Wow. Oh, yeah. you would you would know apparently. Oh, I would know. Wow. Wedding crasher Brendan. Oh yeah. So. Uh, he tells Eric he was hoping he'd be here, and it looks like a lovely relationship's about to begin as Eric introduces Elliot to his stepsister, Jenny, and then Chelsea comes out of nowhere to introduce herself as Elliot's girlfriend. I guess she was just, like, waiting behind a wall so she could make a dramatic entrance. I don't know where she was until that <laughs> moment. But, um, as soon as she introduces as herself she... as girlfriend, I'm like, he's gay. No, he's gay. <laughs> no, no way. Yeah. Not buying this no, for a No, no, you're gay. <laughs> yeah, you're gay, babe. <laughs> it's okay. You're gay, babe. <laughs> it's as soon as she introduces herself it gets very awkward but they move down to make room and uh, poor jenny has to sit next to stupid chelsea stupid chelsea <laughs> LVG. Chelsea. Ugh. so not only did elliot uh 
I guess I thought he got invited. You think he he crashed, but he, crashed. Uh, he also got a he also got a plus one. In, in <laughs> yeah, Chelsea. that's the more so. insane part. <laughs> so Cyrus walks Dorota down the aisle, which is so cute. I, I want Cyrus to walk me down the aisle. Yeah, Aww. that'd be nice. Reach out. Just any aisle. Yeah, anything. <laughs> yes, any aisle. The produce aisle. When I go grocery shopping. <laughs> I want Cyrus to be there. I'm gonna reach out to Wallace Shawn see if he's busy next time I go grocery shopping. <laughs> um, also, a really good turnout for something that was planned literally yesterday. Yeah, the people love to because they keep inviting random people that they've talked <laughs> yeah, to. That's true. Vampire yeah, but it's just been open invite. Anyone, anyone who's talked to Vampire Diaries with Dorota got an invite to the, <laughs> to the wedding. Um, Eleanor tells Cyrus he was right. Dorota is family. Um, I knew she'd come around. Uh, she says she was just too scared to admit it because she didn't want to think anyone raised Blair better than she could. And like, come on, Eleanor, you, you didn't raise Blair. You didn't raise Blair at all. Yeah, even when Cyrus tries to tell her, like, "Oh, you were a great mother." Yeah. She's like, I mean, at least now she she acknowledges. Is. Yeah, she yeah she acknowledges that she could have been better, and I'm glad she does because uh, yeah. she was pretty horrible before Cyrus came along. Right, even like in season one, she was still bad. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said before Cyrus came along, because yeah. Cyrus came along in season two. Oh, there we go. All right, let our, the, uh, our thoughts the, the line up. Timeline works out. Yeah. So, uh, Dorota and Vanya kiss, and they are officially married. Congrats to them. Uh, Chuck, of course, wants to talk to Blair again, and Blair starts to tell Chuck uh, that she uh, she's like, when your uncle threw me out, and Chuck's like, wait, 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 he threw you out? So you didn't... And then he starts laughing, and Blair's like, what are you... What are you laughing about? And Chuck thinks that since uh, his uncle didn't have sex with his girlfriend, now now they're all in the clear. And Blair's like, I didn't do anything, but like this situation still happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. You, you still had oh the intent. God. He's like, don't you yeah. see? This was all for nothing. Like, And Blair's going to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't have sex with him. Okay, I'm happy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so like short sight. He only is concerned about himself. This was a really bad Chuck episode yeah. to come in on. Yeah. He really, was He's very, really... very focused on the result of it all. Yeah, yeah he really does not show much, if any, empathy here. No, it's, he is not understanding what Blair's going through at all in this episode. Um, at all? No. And Blair's like, okay, I want what Dorota and Vanya have real love. And Chuck's like, you'd be bored in five minutes, which yeah, also is bad probably response. true. Yeah, bad response. Probably true, bad response. But Blair says she would rather be bored than ashamed of herself. And Blair's like, listen, I'd do anything for you, but what if that's wrong? Uh, she didn't think it was possible to love someone too much, but maybe it is. And she doesn't like the person who she's become when she's with Chuck. So mm. Chuck Chuck is confused because uh, much like Brendan, he saw the runtime on the episode and he's like, wait, wait, wait. This is when I win her back like in, right. in the last few minutes of the episode. But uh it doesn't happen. Instead, Blair name drops uh, everyone's favorite Seth Rogen movie and tells him this is the end, Chuck. <laughs> I thought I was thinking the same thing too when I heard that. Honestly, <laughs> obviously, oh, the first thing anyone thinks. Know this is the end was so ingrained in the whole <laughs> It really is. Life. I think I was just recently talking about the cannibal scene yesterday. Actually, <laughs> as one as one does. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's dinner talk for us. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if I fully agree with what Blair said though about how she doesn't like the person she's become. With him, like I don't think her character has really changed at all. This is just no, she's just been yeah. her. I think she's still really being hard on herself for like going up there to see Jack in the first place. She's like, yeah, totally. I did this because I loved Chuck so right, much that right. I and made she this be decision to do hard this. Herself for that. Yeah. So Nate is looking for Serena, but he finds Jenny, and Jenny actually does look conflicted about telling Nate. But like that has to be an act, right? Like she she obviously wants to tell. She can't wait she to can't tell wait. Nate. Like of uh, Serena left with Carter. Yeah, that pissed me. <laughs> off. First, she's not smiling 100%. when she said it. 
<laughs> She's like, uh, man, I really didn't want to be the one to tell you this. That's the thing. I was like, well, who else would have told him? You're the only one that saw them. God, I was hoping someone else would come forward of the many people who saw this happen. But I guess if it has to be me, if, if you're going to twist my arm, I guess I'll tell you that Serena left with Carter. And but this doesn't mean that Nate automatically likes you, Jenny. It's, just not, it's like, uh, oh, you know what? I'm into you now. It's it's a slow play. They're going to dance at the end of this episode. Yeah. It's true. You know this has to be a slap in the face to Nate. He's like the one, the one person I didn't want Serena. The one thing I didn't want Serena to do is like leave yeah, it's, this it's wedding be with Carter, and she did. For her. And like, still don't know why she didn't have time to tell him. And also, why hasn't she called yet? The, surely they must be in the car at this point. She still isn't oh, called. Oh my god, that was the most annoying thing. <laughs> they have, my friend turned to me and said they have cell phones in this universe, right? right? And I was like, yeah, it's a really big thing. It's how Gossip Girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the whole thing is based around a cell phone. Sometimes it's yeah, hard to tell. Like, like yeah, <laughs> sometimes characters like seem to forget that they have cell phones. Wait, he he made it seem like she had to get into the limo for like the car phone or something. Like, yeah, we'll have to 90s. use the, we'll have to use the car phone <laughs> limo line landline. <laughs> <laughs> Serena and Carter are in the limo, and Serena's going to be reunited with her dad in three short hours. And Carter asks her, "What's the first thing you're going to say to Doctor Daddy Vanderwoodson? <laughs> why, why did he have to say it like that?" <laughs> I don't, Gossip Girl says something kind of eerie too at the end, like something about. She ends the scene by saying that Serena's making room for, for daddy. daddy. Yeah. What is I wrong with getting, everyone? Getting rid of Car- Carter and making room for like as if like yeah. Carter and Daddy are interchangeable. Getting rid of the Carter and making room for the Daddy. <laughs> Weird. Like everyone is absurd. <laughs> like there, there's a dad in the picture and people cannot help themselves but by, by saying Daddy in every sentence. Um, so. Serena notices the date on the plane tickets and asks Carter how long he's known her dad's been in Palm Beach. And he's like, uh, yeah, it's been a week. He got me. So uh, Serena's figured out that Carter has just been using this to get closer to her and uh, kind of messed up from Carter here. He, he like he even said, we don't know how long we'll be there. We have to leave literally now. You can't say goodbye to Nate. And yet he kept it secret for a week so he could like play this game with Serena and Nate. Right. Yeah. yeah this, this isn't the guy that we left off knowing. So I don't know. I don't no, like I. I don't remember exactly what was going on before he went to the oil rig, but I remember thinking semi-positive. He's nicer, yeah. Of him, yeah. So he claims there's obviously still something between them, but Serena says he she has a boyfriend who she loves very much, and he's like, you're really going to sell for that dumbass Archibald? <laughs> Everybody piling on to this poor guy. <laughs> and who she still hasn't called. She's like, my she boyfriend still has who I called. love very much, who I still have not I feel like I'm forgetting to do something about my boyfriend. She's on her phone playing Brick Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> got to beat Eric's high score in Brick Breaker. <laughs> so, um, Carter asks her, uh, Carter asks, no, Serena asks to stop the car and tells Carter to get out. Uh, she doesn't need Carter's help anymore or ever again, and she says she should have done this by herself. Um, I mean, he did help. He, he, he did get his PI to find her exactly where it is, but she definitely right. doesn't need him now. And, Brendan, I am, uh, I am upset to report that this is the last appearance of Carter Bazin. Ever? Wow. He's on the oil rig for good now. Oh, my God. I guess she dropped him off at home, too, because he did go to the sidewalk. So. Yeah, he went to the sidewalk where he lives. Sherry's <laughs> like, you're lucky I dropped you off at home. <laughs> Whose limo is this? I guess you, I, you think it was Carter's, but he's yeah. the one that got out. They all have I one. I thought she was going to get out, and then she, <laughs> she came <laughs> out of like his own limo. That could be. To use and he gets out. And she still doesn't call Nate. Wow. <laughs> nope. Still not I, I can't believe that she kicked him right out of the show. <laughs> yeah, she, she said, "And stay in Houston, at the <laughs> where you where you belong." Wow. So, 
Uh, back to the wedding. Everyone having a great time. Eleanor gives Dorota the keys to the apartment from Cyrus and from her, she says. And the sheer amount of excitement from Cyrus would make anyone happy to get this gift. It's the keys to an apartment in Queens. And it's your apartment in Queens. And he's got, like, the goofiest smile on his face as Dorota and Vanya scream in excitement and hug Eleanor and Cyrus. And uh, Dorota thanks Eleanor for everything. Very touching. And uh, Dorota tells Eleanor that she always thinks of her as a mother. And Eleanor's like, yeah, you know, maybe maybe big sister. So good for everyone involved here. Yeah, very good. Yay. Yay. Happy, happy for the whole family. Uh, Rufus is still making calls. He's, <laughs> he's using all his minutes on that flip phone. Oh, yeah. And I, I love I love that Rufus missed the entire wedding because he's just been repeatedly calling Cece and leaving messages. And Cece <laughs> finally answers. And Rufus tells her that he's had it with all of Lily's lies. He wants her to tell him where she is or he's walking out the door and never coming back. I feel like Cece would be thrilled with that. but uh, she's That's just, what I mean. I think she, she's excited to give this information to him. He's, yeah, she's like, oh, Rufus, you're right. She's not with me, but it's not my place to say where she actually is. And uh, she tells him that she'll need to get the rest from Lily and hangs up on him. And uh, Rufus does not walk out the door like he said he was going to. No, he's a cuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he knows his place. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get another Dan and Blair scene, and uh, they're watching Chuck flirt with some random woman. Like, what is what is wrong with Chuck? They, they just broke up, and, like... It, he's so I, obvious I, too i know he's yeah, like he's looking directly he's at like blair. trying to hurt blair more than she already is which is terrible but dan tells blair that she deserves to be with someone who will make her happy and uh blair replies well coming as it does from someone who dates vanessa abrams it means very little to me which Boom. is the joke of the episode yes. and even dan agrees because he starts laughing at the expense of his <laughs> girlfriend yep <laughs> that's funny love it it is i gabby i'm very happy for you that you didn't have to watch an episode with vanessa in it you got lucky oh yeah me too except yeah, I voluntarily chose to watch the next episode because I just couldn't <laughs> wait for a cliffhanger. So I did I did end up seeing her. Uh, Unfortunately, right, you did have right. to see her. So Blair thanks Dan and uh, Dan asks her for a dance and they actually share a dance. Cute. I, I nice. love when these two are actually friendly with each other as much as I love when they're insulting each other. They, both both scenarios are like equally pleasing to me. Yeah, I really wish because we started the season off where the two of them were going to be friends in college in NYU and it, it yes. stopped really fast and I wish that it kept going and Maybe yeah, no we'll one's get a been to a class now. in a while. No, no one's been to a class That's in a true. while. Yeah, let's go back to school. <laughs> I mean, we had Blair hint that she was going to go to Columbia a couple episodes ago, and right. we have not made any progress on that. No, not at all. <laughs> when you casually hint that you might attend Columbia for a class Which, or two, not for nothing. But I should have flagged this up at the time. But the reason Blair's at NYU is because it was literally the only college that would take her. Like Cyrus had to pull strings to get her in. Now she's just going to willy nilly transfer to an Ivy League school. Yeah, all you need is one semester of. <laughs> Of freshman <laughs> credits to get you into Columbia. Yeah, and everyone forgets about everything you did before that. Right. So that's neither here nor there. Um, Nate's going to try to stop Dan Chuck from dancing with that random girl, but Chuck says he's signal now, so basically, uh, fuck off. Uh, good try by Nate, but Chuck is going to Chuck is going to be Chuck. Um, more more dancing. Elliot asks Eric to dance, and Eric asks, shouldn't he be with his girlfriend? Which you know, fair question. But Chelsea took off because they got in a fight, and. Uh, Elliot's not even sorry. Chelsea got mad because he was talking about this guy all day that he met in the lobby of his building. Eric, if you if you uh, couldn't follow oh. along. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And oh, then he dragged wow. her out to a wedding in Queens. Yeah, I don't know if I would have went to this <laughs> wedding on such short, short notice if I was Chelsea. Like, what do you mean we're going to a wedding in Queens? I wonder what the, if the fight was that, that she found out that they were crashing the wedding. She's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, we weren't invited? <laughs> And Elliot's like, uh, I guess I'm a little obsessed. And Eric doesn't get it because Elliot likes girls. And Eric may have dated the first ever gay person, but uh, clearly he has not uh, learned the concept of bisexuality yet. 
Yeah, it, it did seem bisexual like a new thing. Bisexual king. Bisexual, bisexual king Elliot. We we get some uh, bisexual representation on this show. Glad awards. Here we come again. So so he's the first Me ever. Even the the room of bisexuals were screaming like uh, <laughs> bisexual king. Yeah, that's actually that's actually why we chose this episode. Yes, <laughs> we, we need to be watching a room full of bisexuals. Bisexual room. Was <laughs> pleased. Bisexual King Elliot finally finally has made his appearance. And so he tells Eric he likes him and Eric smiles and they go to dance. Um are are we shipping? Are we shipping Eric and Elliot? Sure. I'm shipping it. He, he hasn't he's done I nothing to them. prove himself wrong yet. Except for, I guess, Flirt while he had a girlfriend. Oh, but then I guess that he broke up with her. He did bring her to him. He dragged yeah, her to Queens yeah. and then he did her. I, I, like, I like Eric so much that if he's into this guy, then I, I can excuse anything for now. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for them. Certainly better than Asher. Uh, to be determined if he's better than a uh, first ever gay person, Jonathan Whitney, or not. TBD. Mm. Um. I know you're big on on the wikis, Gabby. If you visit uh, Jonathan's wiki, it, it does say that he is the first ever gay person, widely regarded as the first ever gay person, which makes me laugh every Period. time I read it. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Serena finally calls Nate's phone after God knows how long, and Nate isn't around, so Jenny answers it. Now, you would think Serena would be suspicious of this. Jenny answering Nate's phone, especially since Serena knows that Jenny has been hanging around with Nate, and like Serena has not been a fan of that. But instead, she's so glad that Jenny picked up, and she asks if she knows where Nate is, and Jenny, while staring directly at Nate, tells Serena, no, I have no idea where he is. Yeah, this makes Serena look even wow. dumber than she usually does, because she Literally. should be very suspicious of Jenny. Yes. Like, yeah, I'd be like, on. I'd be like, well, he's at the wet. Like, can you can you go find him? Like, I'll wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go yeah. on a plane. And, yeah, and well, she gives her there, like a so... long message to give to him too. Like, oh, and tell him I love yes. him and this and that and okay. the other thing. Yeah. Okay. Serena tells Jenny. Okay, tell him to call me back as soon as he can. And then also that I love him and I don't want any more secrets, which would be such a weird what? message to deliver to someone. Like she said, she doesn't want any like, secrets. I think. Okay, I'm going on a plane. <laughs> I, I know she says I don't want any secrets. Tell him where you're going. Either, yeah, either like have Jenny find him or like call him back again, and so yeah. you can say directly to Nate. Like insane move. And so Jenny's like, yeah, if I, if I see him, I'll definitely give him that message. And Serena somehow thinks nothing of this. Again, she knows that Jenny has been going behind her back to hang out with Nate, and yet she just trusts her. No, with she'll, he'll, he'll get the message. <laughs> so, Jenny obviously hangs up and immediately asks Nate to dance, and he happily accepts. And again, Gabby, I know you're a little bit mad at Jenny. I'm not mad at Jenny at all for this. Like I said, Serena just making it way too easy for her at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I. She can bully Serena a little bit. I, I wish we cut she back does. to Serena in the car after she hangs up and is like, "Phew, I guess I'm good to go now." I just like think she's yeah, in the clear. Yeah, that went well. Crisis averted. <laughs> Time to board a three-hour plane with no communication. That's a good world. So, uh, we got a montage of everyone dancing. Uh, turns out, Ellie and Eric, Elliot and Eric, are not great dancers. They, they did not have the best of moves. Uh, Dorota and Vanya, they're having their wedding dance. Uh, Dan. I noticed he's uh, taking shots with the Waldorf family. I love it. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, that was great. I'd love to take shots with the Waldorf family. Very exciting. Um, and then one final scene. The plane lands. Serena knocks on the door and calls for her dad. The door opens, and it's Lily. Of course, she's in Dr. Classic. Daddy Vanderwoodson's room again. Um, Brendan, I'm sure you had to see this coming. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, well, we I thought it was going to be Mommy and Daddy. I, before it happened, I was like, Mom and Dad show up. But I, I, obviously, he's in there, too. But um, yeah, I thought they were both going to show underwear. Yeah. I was hoping this would be the arm around Lily, <laughs> scratching his balls. 
And uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's our episode. Another good cliffhanger. Uh, what happens next week, Brendan? Um, I mean, we had to find out exactly what Lily's been doing with Serena's dad for the for the whole season now. Like, what's what's been going on? Like, we, she's been claiming that they haven't been doing anything besides just one kiss. Are they banging? Why are they banging? Like, the, when when she's together with Rufus, they seem like they like each other quite a bit. Like, they they work when they're fine, quite but when when she starts lying, I don't. There's no real motive for her to be lying and going and sleeping with Serena's father. So I have no idea what's going on there. I can't wait to see what this is. So it could be finally over and we could get Lily back on screen again. I mean, that's all, all right. I really care about is just I get Lily back here. <laughs> Let's, uh, oh yeah. I mean, we technically had her, but I, she doesn't even speak. Or she says like, uh, and that's, that's, that was her only line in the episode. <laughs> I didn't get your script for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, let's zoom through some segments so we can keep this episode Ligori approved. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com podcasters to get started. And uh, my former favorite segment, of course, user review of the week. And once again, it was just comedy fans. So I did a little something different here. I went to the oh. wiki and, and searched the comments to see if anything was saying anything about this episode. And a fandom user said, I loved this episode. Dorota and Vanya were the perfect couple. I was glad they got married. I couldn't believe this was Carter's final episode. I cried when he got kicked out of the limo. Oh. I was hoping he would accompany Serena to find her father. What? So we found uh, Carter's burner account, I guess, because uh, yeah. I don't know why anyone would be crying when uh, Carter crying. got the limo. It's a weird moment to cry. <laughs> and then uh, we had another fandom user say, damn it, Jenny, stay out of it. <laughs> someone I replied. Agree. To the- <laughs> and someone replied, I know. Nobody fucking likes Jenny Humphrey. Oh, my God. <laughs> it gets brutal out there in the comments. Of the Jeez. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Is it going to be uh, re- returning as your new favorite segment again? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll start going to the wiki to find my to find yeah. my uh, review polls. Sorry, uh, next week man. the episode. Next week the episode is called "Doctor Is Strange Loved." Do you have any predictions based on the episode title? Mm, I'm not a Marvel guy, so I don't really know what Doctor Strange is all about. But I, I assume he's a little bit of a weirdo. Yeah. Um. All right. Great prediction. <laughs> great prediction. <laughs> um, I'm trying. I'm trying to. Sorry, I'm trying to read the blurb, but I'm really for the first time. I think uh, the HBO Max blurb has given us a, a sentence fragment here. As, <laughs> as it says, "When Lily's ex-husband, Doctor William Vanderwoodson, shows up unexpectedly in Manhattan." Period. Oh, <laughs> and that's it. Are they trying to do? The answer uh, is maybe they're, maybe they're doing a meme that I've heard about. <laughs> that face when <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing one of those. That face when Lily's ex-husband, Dr. William Vanderwoodson, shows up unexpectedly in Manhattan. That face when Daddy replaces Carter. <laughs> that, that, feeling when you, that feeling when you get rid of Carter to make room for Daddy. <laughs> oh, my God. That'll be the tweet when I when I tweet this Excellent. episode. <laughs> tweet this episode out. Um, all right, let's get into some episode grades. I went first last week, so Brendan, you can go first this week. What grade do you give this episode? <sighs> I mean, the show really never stops with the action. 
obviously. Uh, but th- this was a, a classic mess, but a mess that I can get on board for. I, I didn't really dislike anything going on. I even like the Rufus stuff I liked because it was like funny to watch him be miserable all up so long. <laughs> we have our classic twists and turns. Um, we have a, a rare, or, uh, I guess not so rare as of late, but a rare bad Chuck episode, which I don't like, but the plot was interesting. Um, I liked seeing Blair and Dan hang out together. I feel bad that everyone was calling Nate dumb, but they're calling the cuddle <laughs> black a little bit. Uh, I, I mean, I, I liked everything uh, for the most part. It, it's not a perfect episode, but it's a very good one. Uh, I'll give this a, a B plus. All right, back, yeah. uh, it's a wedding back on the positive side of things for you. Yeah. That's good. Good to see. Uh, Gabby, do you want to go next? Sure. I'll um, give it an A minus. All right. <laughs> wow. I haven't really seen any other episodes in a long time, so I found it really entertaining. Yeah, definitely. Very melodramatic, way more than I remembered. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot this Like, is a soap opera. <laughs> and... Um, uh, just, not for nothing. This is just a sidebar to my grade. I did look up Jonathan Whitney on GossipGirlFandom.com, and I do see that he is widely regarded as the first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really could not stop that. laughing the first time I read that. <laughs> I am so happy for him. Yeah, good for him. He earned it. <laughs> did not exist before Jonathan Whitney came into the picture, and we have him <laughs> to thank. Was the first? Oh, I just went down to trivia. Oh yes, and the it's first, a- and it's, he went to fencing camp. Please read it. Please read it. Double Bullet down. point one: it, He went to fencing camp. Was the first ever gay person. <laughs> That's number two. <laughs> yeah, the only, those are the two bullet points in your trivia. Truly, my favorite wiki of the show. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I feel really sad that I didn't get to come on to a real trailblazer with him, but but I liked um the uh the other guy with the girl. I liked the bisexual guy. The so first, the first ever bisexual person. Yeah, we're gonna have to edit the wiki like put him in there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this was another episode that I enjoyed watching. I, I famously love a wedding episode, and you know, seeing Dorota and Vanya happy and married will will bring a guaranteed smile to my face. So, uh, heavy Dorota episode, which is always good. Cyrus is in the episode, which is always a plus. Uh, no Vanessa here, so Dan was oh, able yeah. to have some scenes with Blair, which I also enjoyed. So much better. Um, and I just loved watching everyone have a good time at the at the game night and the wedding and the accordion rendition of "I Got a Feeling." Uh, it's it's good that we're finally getting somewhere with the Serena's dad storyline because we've been you know talking about it all season uh potential romance for eric uh, another decent cliffhanger the, the touching heart to heart scene with blair and dorota uh, i think the only thing weighing it down is I, I think the necessary fallout from chuck trading blair for a hotel last episode like yeah. it had to happen but it's still so upsetting every time i see blair depressed about this or like chuck trying to convince her that it wasn't his fault and not not like uh, the craziest of shenanigans in this one but still uh you know besides the Chuck and Blair stuff just a feel good episode so i i'm i'm with you Brendan i'm giving it a b plus still nice. still really enjoying this season oh, yeah. overall i'm so sorry but the way you just said besides the Chuck and Blair stuff <laughs> was very sure sure a feel good episode fall up from the sex trafficking yeah the majority of that happens in the last episode that's we've turned the page we're behind it. you've you're over it for it's me fine. it was very upsetting and not feel good <laughs> I've at all besides that but the wedding that was feel good oh yeah that was really feel good exactly yeah it was really <laughs> I cute i like the balloon game yeah yeah we're gonna have to play that at your at your uh, wedding brendan so all right mvp brendan who is your mvp of the week Whew. i mean this this is 
kind of hard because I mean, there's a lot of good characters this episode, but yeah. it might be another MVP week for Dorota. I mean, she last week got engaged, this week got married. I mean, you, you have to give, and she he had a great speech at, with Blair at the end. She was just mothering while she's also about to be a mother for real. She was so, she was mothering. She was she mothering mothers all the time. All the time. Mm, um, she she was anytime she was on screen, she was great. Uh, I like the look that she gives uh, Fanya when he like inadvertently calls her a slut. I don't know if you remember that scene. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, usually you play this game with virgins, but obviously, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was very good. But she, she, yeah, she that was she's when great... Fanya bragged about not being a virgin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just such a great physical actor. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we love you, Dorota. This is like she's she's really uh, peaking for me. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was only a matter of time before you started standing the road, and it seems like we're definitely she there. She just needed more time uh, Gabby, Exactly. Gabby, who is your MVP of this of this episode? I think I'll, uh, even though she had some difficulty kind of self-blaming and things like that, uh, I'll choose Blair because she made a wedding all about her, and <laughs> for that, she's iconic. That's nice. I, I Yeah, I always appreciate Blair getting MVP. Sure. Um, for me, I, I also, much like you, Brendan, gave Dorota the MVP last week, but I think I agree with you that I have to give her consecutive MVPs. She is, she's hilarious in this episode. Again, she gets married. She gets a new apartment. Um, I was thinking of giving it to Vanya to like spread the love throughout the couple a little bit, but Dorota had that beautiful scene with Blair, so I, I have to reward her for being a good mother figure to uh, to my favorite character, Blair. Um, if you're keeping track at home, Dorota's gotten five MVPs in the last two weeks. Wow. Very wow. impressive. Climbing run. the leaderboards here. Yeah. So, LVP now, Brendan. Who was your least valuable player of the episode? Yeah, I mean, I mean, after the fallout of last week, uh, Chuck didn't do himself any favors by gaslighting Blair all episode long. I mean, he had Carter to kind of help out his case for LVP, but I think you got to give it to Chuck here. Bad wow, guy. A Dorota MVP and a Chuck LVP. What yeah. is this last week? Uh, I know. Abby, who is your LVP? Gotta give it to Chuck as well. Just not a good look, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Pretty, <laughs> pretty self explanatory, <laughs> I guess. Bad. Just say yes. Bad, bad, bad. Bad. Yeah. Um, I figured uh, some other people would give Chuck um, an LVP. So for me, I'll. I'll give it to someone else. He was hardly in the episode, but I'm going to give my LVP to uh, Sad Sacrifice because he I was misses another most option. of the game night. Oh, man. And the, the entire wedding, repeatedly so trying and failing to get in touch with his wife. Uh, he calls Cece literally all day, and when she finally answers, she doesn't even tell him what he wanted to know. <laughs> just just yeah. an embarrassing outing from Rufus today. Yeah, that's a great award. A, a lot of times we'll give someone an MVP where it's like, listen, they had one goal in the episode and they achieved it. For this case, Rufus had one goal in the episode and could not get could it not done. Do and it, it was something no. as simple as uh, calling his wife. And yeah, so. and it impeded <laughs> his ability to go to any events that where he was supposed to go to. <laughs> yes. I'm good with the uh, two Chuck LVPs and one Rufus. Um, and that's the segments, except, of course, for everyone's favorite segment, Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And for this episode... We are going to do uh, the scene in the beginning with Serena, Chuck, and Nate because it was the only scene I could find with three people. Wow, very and... exciting. <laughs> I know. Um, and so keep in mind, whoever is Nate will only have one line, so you're going to have to make the most of it. Uh, so I-, I will be Nate if you guys want most of the speaking role- roles or uh, up to you well, guys. I'm a girl, so I want to be Serena. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. Uh, Brendan, do you want to be your guy, Chuck? Sure. 
And he is still your guy, even though he's, he's uh, having a rough, a rough, he's my guy, a rough guy. go. <laughs> All right. So uh, if we have our scripts in front of you, uh, of us, uh, Serena, whenever you're ready. <clears throat> Want to tell us what's going on? I thought our relationship could withstand anything. Apparently I was wrong. Well, you still love her, don't you? Then show her you're sorry. Take her to Blue Hill Upstate or buy her those Louboutins at Saks. I could buy Saks itself and it still wouldn't be enough. She doesn't want to talk to me. I tried. When? Look. Chuck, look. Look at me, Chuck. I'm looking. You have uh, not. Yeah, look, you have such, such shiny Chuck? hair. Chuck, I, I know. Me and Serena well, argue so about who feathery. has shiny hair all the time. Mm. Uh, Chuck, you, ha- you haven't been outside in days. She asked me to leave her alone. You don't want to wait too long, Chuck, or she'll think you don't care. Wow, another great scene. Wow. That's a really good uh, Serena impression. <laughs> it is very good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was definitely like she, trying. Perfect Thank amount you. of uh, felt like she was in the there mouth. with us. <laughs> definitely rivals Sam's impression, for sure. <laughs> that That's um, a whole other level. I'm always trying to rival Sam. Of course, as are we all. Um, so that's all of our segments. Uh, the only thing we have left is some plugs. But before that, Gabby, thank you again so much thank for so coming much. on. This was so much fun. You were a wonderful guest. Can't wait to have you on again someday. Uh, it, of course, if you if you are if you are willing, we're begging. Um, do you have anything that you would like to plug at this hour? Ah, uh, well, thank you so much, and it was so fun to come on. And, and now that I know that I'm allowed to come on, and just watch one random episode <laughs> yeah, of a show absolutely. I haven't seen in any, ten any years. Yes. Then absolutely. Um, the people can follow me at on Twitter at Gabby Pescuzzi and on Instagram at Gabscuzzi. And sometimes I stream on Twitch at Gabscuzzi, but not really that often. So just follow me on Twitter and then I'll tell you where to where I'm doing other things. But one this of the was great, so much fun. Of course. I was just going to say one of the great Twitter followers on, on oh, all of the, the whole know. website. OK, the whole oh, website. Thank you. Yeah! Wow. <laughs> App? I don't know. Website? I, I, I like I, I like website. Not really App. using tw- the web Twitter in my browser. That, that <laughs> if ever. Browsethetwitter.com. <laughs> one of the great one of the great accounts on Twitter.com. I do have to look into those memes on that website when you get when I get a chance. <laughs> look into the memes. Yeah. yeah, there's some out there. Um, Brendan, what are you plugging? Uh, well. As you know, as you were spoiled on, uh, the Hobby Boys has a fun guest coming up. By the time this comes out, it should be, have been out yesterday. We talked to the girls over at Total Betty Podcast Network about kombucha on the Hobby wait. Boys. It was a lot of fun. Ooh, love those girls. Good group of gals. Um, we had a good time. And I, I don't think they disliked us too much. I was worried that without your energy, um, it would be too too hetero for the two of them to talk to us. But <laughs> I, I think with um, all the Long Island-based Chatter it's usually had. the problem, actually. Things yeah, are, things are always too hetero on the hobby place. <laughs> I mean, not a, honestly, not a, not as of late. It's like we a year ago. I don't know if you remember this, but we we uh, called to the to the people for some grievances to come around the the twenty third of twenty twenty one. And one of your grievances with the the podcast was that uh, we needed to gay it up a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I feel do, like in twenty twenty two, I think we and you uh, listened. You listened we to listened. the people. Yeah, like, we, we gayed it up that. a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So listen to the Hobby Boys gang it up a little bit in 2023, maybe even a little bit more. Um, other than that, come check out our Patreon, where by this point we will have the 10th episode of Season 1 of The OC covered. Uh, for just 3 bucks a month, you can get 10 episodes and listen to all of them in your sweet little ears. 
That's patreon.com slash the happy boys pod. Wow. Yeah, I uh, when I recorded with uh, the Total Betty Girls, they they, uh, as you called, spoiled that they were going to record with you after, and they they asked me uh, what they should expect, and I was like, well, <laughs> get get a get ready for anything, get ready to be silly, because those are those are two silly. silly characters, those are two silly characters that that host that podcast. So. I, I think when we were like still in like the the waiting room, I guess I'll call it of uh, of our Discord. I made like a like a poop or fart joke, and I said, "Get ready, girls! It's gonna be an hour long of shit jokes and shit talk." <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't laugh that hard. <laughs> Jeez, I uh, your I your hope... name uh, I won't say it out loud as so as to not dox you. But my first time seeing <laughs> oh, right. your username on on the application we're calling on now is definitely in line with. Uh, yeah, gear up. I don't think I don't think you have to worry about doxing Brendan, who has given out his phone number on episodes. Of <laughs> I think an address. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm porn boy sixty nine four twenty on Discord. Um, we didn't also talk about shit for an hour. It was it was a joke. Um, I know you would believe that I did talk about that for an hour, belong, but are you talking to me? Who's coming? Who's coming at you for this? I, I guess you. Yeah, mostly you. I know you don't like bathroom talk, but um, uh, I don't know if I explained this on on Discord on the this channel before, but. The only reason why my name is that on Discord for any future guests that listen to the show. God, we were so close to making this episode look like approved. <laughs> <laughs> keep now, keep going. Um, we'll deal with it. It was during like the early days of COVID when people wanted to play like Jackbox Jackbox games on like Skype call or whatever, and we started doing yeah. it on Discord. And I wanted to make like the most childish like screen name for myself as I could, and I thought I would never use this thing again. And now we do all of our interviews on this channel, and I never <laughs> changed my name. <laughs> Born boy sixty nine four twenty. Yeah, one of these days you were gonna have someone that you're embarrassed to show off your your uh, name to. I forgot for like months until she just brought it up. <laughs> well, we can always see it every. every <laughs> it's so funny because sometimes people are, I think are scared to come into this chat room <laughs> when it's just me lingering here by myself. And they don't know who I am. Well, do I go in the room with porn boy sixty nine four twenty or probably for Matt to show up? The chat is active. <laughs> oh, it's quite active. His video's off. Uh, <laughs> need to turn mine on. Uh, well, Brendan, I of course don't have. Oh, I actually speaking of the Total Betty Girls, I finally uh, recorded my episode of uh, Talking Texas Forever on their Friday Night Lights podcast, and that went very well. I had a really good time. So that will definitely be out by the time this is released. So listen to that over at Talking Texas Forever. Um, and then I understand you have a Peacock account now, so there's no excuse why you shouldn't be watching the Save by the Bell reboot. It's true. Um, I don't really have an excuse for you, besides I <laughs> am still watching Letter Kenny, and I'm going to start trying to catch up on Master I, Are you Serena Vanderwoodson? <laughs> <laughs> I hear about Letter Kenny one more time, I'm going to... That's the only thing I'm watching, besides I'm, I guess I'm watching The Last of Us, but that only has two episodes, and I'm caught up with it, so... Okay, well, Save by the Bell reboot, you got to get on that. Uh, what, what else? Brendan, you can now speak to uh, how great the film Megan is because I saw it a second oh, time yes. this time with you. A lot of fun. I, and I remember saying to you that at, by the end of it, I was like, I wish there was more of this. And you're like, well, it's renewed for uh, a second season, I guess, by movie Renewed standards. for season two, as, yeah. they, as they say in the movie business. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, I can't wait to just, I, I hope we can get the entire wedding on Saturday to be doing the Megan dance all in synchro- oh my God, synchronicity. Yes. That's going to be my, <laughs> that'll be my request. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, by the time this is released, there will be no more new episodes of the Gossip Girl reboot, which was unceremoniously canceled. Uh, I watched the finale today. It was pretty good. Pretty good finale. Okay. Um, and even though it wasn't that good of a show, I will I will miss it. And Brendan, we'll get to it eventually. Don't you worry. Oh, yes. Um, 
I, I got nothing else. Let's let's wrap this up. Okay. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan on Twitter at RuppyPuppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week when we will have another great guest on to break down Season 3, Episode 9, 19, Dr. Estrange Love. But until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lonely, Lonely boys. boys. Bye. Bye. Ah. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.